Brian Noonan on 720 WGN here until 7 o'clock. Glad you are with us. Big show planned as always. Much more fun when you are involved. How do we get involved, Brian? It's easy. 312-981-7200. That is the phone number. When you call in, you'll be talking to Cody. Check me out in my Rockford t-shirt. Goff, he is the executive producer from, ironically enough, Rockford, Illinois. Hence, his repping them with his wardrobe. I do not have any wardrobe that has the name of my town on it, so I am just wearing a regular a buffalo plaid type shirt. But that, that's neither here nor there. It doesn't matter. This is a uh, not a visual medium, unless, you're, of course, you're watching on WGNRadio.com. Then you, <laughs> then you can see us. So be nice to Cody. If you're nice to him, you get to me. That's how it works. You like texting. All the kids love to text. Even my mom loves to text. You can text us uh, at the same number, the aforementioned 312-981-7200. Facebook and Twitter, it's Brian Noonan Show. Uh, Carrier Pigeon, just point them toward uh, the big uh, building at 303 East Wacker. Have them hit the window, and we'll uh, scrape up the message from the sidewalks below. Very, very exciting. Uh, we are going to be talking about slang after five o'clock you know we love to talk about words on this program because words are our bread and butter cody that's how we make our living comes right out of our pie hole and uh man oh man the people love the words pg slang pg slang right safe for work as they say i thought it was just not safe for work i thought it was nsfw you can say sfw you can that's a thing That's not going to come up in our slang conversation? I don't think it's on my list. Well, add it to the list. We will will be taking people... Listen, we're going to take people's uh, favorite and least favorite slang as we talk about this new survey. We are also going to uh, talk about the Green Tie Ball, which is coming up. It's a huge annual gala. People look forward to it every year. This is the 20... I believe the 28th or 29th, we will find out. uh, Gala to help the Chicago Gateway Green, so we'll find out all about that. And uh, then it is our once-a-month segment at the breweries jesse and john will be back we'll be talking about different styles of beer and always taking your questions when it comes to the fermented beverage it is uh it's not fermented is it? yeah it is sure it is i don't know uh i don't know i just had some i, I visited one of uh, a new brewery yesterday after we, we how, first of all this is the week why we live in this city right weather wise this this makes living here we can survive february march a late summer, we can survive it all because we have had San Diego-like beautiful weather here in Chicago. There is nothing like summer in Chicago. No, it's gorgeous. It is to the point where Friday night, my lovely wife said to me, it's going to be nice tomorrow, Oh, uh, we, we should do something outside. I said, yes, we should definitely do something outside. Then it was like, well, what are we going to do outside? There was uh, There was talk about going raspberry picking. But then I thought to myself, well... This place wanted a lot of money to walk in and do the labor yourself. If I'm going to pay that much for raspberries, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to outsource that work. Uh, now, we are going to be going apple picking soon, but they only charge you a buck to walk in, and then the apples are very reasonable per pound. And I like going apple picking because they have the apple cider donuts. Coincidence? No, absolutely not. That's why I go to the orchard. And you get a lot more bang for your pick. You do. You know, you reach up once, you got a whole apple, a whole not, apple. not a tiny little raspberry. If I'm going to be bent over picking raspberries, I might as well get, get me a giant hat and move somewhere where I could just work the farms all day. Because that is a lot of work. And while I like raspberries, you got to do a lot of picking to get even a handful of raspberries. And a handful of raspberries isn't going to last you. You, know, you throw them all in, and it's like, oh no, I've been picking for an hour and a half. Which is a sad commentary. If it takes you an hour and a half to pick a handful of raspberries, you really need to up your game. You need to get a little bit, maybe do some cardio. But 
Also, apples are nice because I don't have to bend over. So any any manual labor I can do standing straight up or on my tiptoes, I'm in. So anyway, we we uh, put the kibosh on the raspberry picking. Then there was going to be all different kinds of things. So And I know this is a conversation that happened all over the area because we get picture-perfect weekends like this so seldom that everybody is trying to figure out what can we do to milk it. You know, last weekend was the air and water show, and the weather was horrible. So now you've got this weekend. All right, what did you what did you do? How did you take advantage of one of the final weekends of summer? Who me? Well, everybody. But we'll get to yes. We'll, we'll start with you. Did you do anything? Or did you? Oh, well, you were not. You were out of town. Uh, yeah, I know. Right. I picked uh, quite the weekend to be out of town. I was in Rockford Friday, but then I visited some friends in Madison Saturday. Madison, and, Wisconsin. And hey, the weather was quite nice up there as yes. well. So we went to their Arboretum and walked around Ooh. a bit. You know, actually, last weekend I went to the Chicago Botanic Gardens for the first time. Did you time. really? Yeah. You ever been out there? Uh, yes. I have been to that one. Yeah. To the Botanic Gardens. They're, they're gorgeous. They're beautiful and gigantic. Uh, let me just say that now I am a member with reciprocal uh, entrance, so I can go there whenever I want. Whoa. Yes. Because yesterday, we went to the Arboretum, to the Morton Arboretum. Whoa, the Morton Arboretum. Okay, yeah. You went to the Madison, the, the Wisconsin Arboretum. Mm-hmm. But Arboretum is an Arboretum. So we're all doing the Arboretums. Well, it was... Debbie, Debbie said, let's go to the Arboretum. Now, I had only been to the Arboretum once for their Christmas when they light the trees and you walk around and it's like four degrees and you're like, oh man, I need uh, hot toddy and uh, thicker socks. So it, that was the only time I'd been to the Arboretum. But listen... I've been married a long time, and sometimes you do you do what the happy wife, happy life, as Lou Manfredini likes to say. So I try, my wife wanted to go hiking at the Arboretum. I'm like, all right, honey, let's go hiking at the Arboretum. Meanwhile, I'm formulating a second plan for after the hike, because you got to have a post-hike activity. So we go, how are you at uh, using a map? Are you pretty good at using a map? I'm okay at using maps. I, I pride myself on being fantastic at using a map because for years traveling around this great nation of ours i used an old atlas i so i i know how to read a map i've hiked through the smoky mountains i've hiked through the grand canyon i've hiked through uh starved rock many places using a map i like the morton arboretum very much as i mentioned now we're members so so they they got my money i'm coming back but they need to upgrade their map because the map is Hard to read. The little maps they have around the... Because we didn't stay on the paved path. Because that's for, you know, sissies. But that's a thing. We actually had a hard time up in Madison and a little bit at the okay. at the Chicago Botanic Gardens. I, I, they're, like, well done, but there's something about... You can't follow them. Uh, it's really hard to orient yourself. Yes. I think that's the thing. You know, in, in Chicago, what's really nice is a lot of the L-stops now have gigantic compasses built into the yes. floor. That's so helpful. It, this one, you know, there was a little compass on the map, but it doesn't really... It, it was very hard to read, and I didn't panic, but at one point I was like, I think we may be lost. <laughs> uh, and we just kept walking. And then we f- we found a little sign. We we're like, oh, well, part of the trouble was we were hunting for trolls. They got those big trolls made out of uh, wood. Couldn't you just do that on Twitter? No. Oh, listen. If I want to, if I want to hunt for trolls, I'll just make an anti-president. Uh, I'll make a statement about the president and watch the trolls come rolling in on the text line. I don't have to. I don't have to go hunting for trolls. I can. 
It's like shooting fish in a barrel if I want to get trolls to come out. There's no, yeah, no problem finding finding those. But the trolls at the arboretum, you gotta you gotta hunt and you gotta hike, and you, you they're not on the the paved path. They're on the plus if you're hiking in nature, you should be on the the trails. You know, you'd be in the in the woods. So we were in the woods, and after about about an hour forty five of hiking. Uh, we came to the very far eastern edge of the Morton Arboretum, where there's a little visitor center. It's like, all right, good, we're here. Thank, thank. Plus, for a woman who wanted to go hiking, we were ill prepared. You know how much water we had with us? Right. The answer is none. Absolutely no water. Uh, uh didn't wear my big hat, my big hiking hat, my nature hat. Uh, so, but. We found this. So once we found, once we were at this visitor center, I was like, all right, here we go. And I, I was trying, I found my way and I was like, let's go back. Then we were getting, we're almost all the way back and we get to a point and there's one of those big maps that they, they post out there, but somebody had scratched out the middle section of it, you know, the part where we were. And that was a point where I was like, screw this. I'm never coming back to this place. I was, that was, subsequently we did pay for our yeah, membership. Yeah, then you became members. Yeah, then we became members. So obviously I'm going back. Um, but it was so that was that's we were outside, and then we uh, then of course because we had walked for almost three hours, uh, which, haha today today Debbie is paying the price for her big hikes. Hello Roger, you're in uh, you you uh, your mic is on, um, so then I was like, well, I didn't tell her where we were going. We ended up uh, I wanted to try check out Pollyanna Brewing, so uh, after last at the breweries. One of the ones, one of the beers they brought in was from Pollyanna, and we were out that way, so we went and had a flight, and it was oh, lovely little place. I hadn't been in historic downtown Lamont. Kudos to you, Lamont, for having that uh, historic district right along the river. Very, very nice. nice. So that was it. Did you do anything outdoors, Roger? Or did you just sit in your chair and post Facebook posts all day? Uh, you, that's you your. Know that's me usually so well. your thing. Well, I and take care of Bridget, so but she's getting a lot better. Good, good, good. So she's able to move the arm out a little bit and start doing stuff by herself now. So things are good. Just so you didn't go outside at all, uh, just to come to work. Oh, to and from work. I, oh, that's I'm, right. You're working the overnights. Yeah, hey, right. So, but still, it was it, it was gorgeous, gorgeous day. Gorgeous. Every time I'd go outside, it's like, all right, I'm stopping and enjoying it. Yes. Look at my my phone for the time and go. I got to go to work <laughs> and. I almost caught myself last night because we were sitting out on the deck, and uh, it got a little chilly. A little not, bit. No, yeah. uh, and I, I said to Debbie, I'm not complaining. Right. I'm just going to walk in and get a long sleeve T-shirt because it's you know yeah. I'm a little chilly. Okay. But I don't want to. I don't want to put the bad mojo mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. I want these nights. I need more nights to sit out on the deck. Yeah. But it was almost bonfire weather. Oh really? Yeah. Ooh. It's almost so I've got you know my outdoor fireplace that I've had for twenty five years. Um, so I'm going to have to fire it up. I don't know the city. I don't know if the city allows you to burn stuff, but I figure I'll have a fire until somebody tells me not to have a fire. It's, it's one of those little small little fire yeah, pit it's a, kind of things. Pit deal. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, no problem. I'm not burning garbage no. or no, leaves. No, no, no. Or roadkill. As long as you don't light up the neighborhood. Well, listen. I mean. <laughs> uh, is there a holiday that I missed? Because uh, last night on the... Uh, on the eastern edge of, uh, or the western edge of Chicago, fireworks were going off like we had just liberated uh, a country. Well, we're, th- we're within a week of a three-day weekend, right? Next weekend. Correct. Next weekend is a Labor Day weekend. Some people, uh, some people are off a week. Is, uh, 
They start a little right? early. And are fireworks a traditional Labor Day celebration? <laughs> they are now. I guess. For some people, fireworks are a traditional everything celebration. Honest to God, it was it was insane. Where I, I was sitting dumbfounded. And I'm racking my brain trying to figure it out. I'm looking through, you know, maybe I missed a holiday. Uh, yeah. Doing all sorts of research. Nothing on the books that said uh, this should have... This should have been happening, yeah, no. and yet it was happening. Was it maybe parents celebrating the first week back to school? The kids were worn out from school? Or? No. no. Well, if you're <laughs> celebrating that the kids are worn out, what better way to uh, celebrate that than by keeping them awake by blowing <laughs> well, everything and, up? And, and so now they're overly tired for school, and they'll just sleep all the time. Nah. Who cares? <laughs> that wasn't it. That was. That I don't think it was it. that. I uh, listen. I am uh, feeling. I feel. I had a lot of FOMO this week because I was not able to post a back to school picture. Everybody, oh, oh man, no. whose timeline was not flooded with uh, back to school pictures from everybody? Everybody going yeah. back to school. Did you feel any pangs of remorse, Roger? That you weren't uh, none whatsoever. Going back to N- teaching, not from being a student going back to school or a teacher going back to school. For a split second, I felt a camaraderie to my fellow teachers. Yeah, and the the moment passed. <laughs> <laughs> God no, I, bless them. I you know I know what they're going through, and I know the, what the work they have ahead of them, and I I praise them. But I'm done. I did my yeah. twenty years, and God bless them. What was funny watching all the uh, the parents, you know, the pictures of the kids oh, going yeah. going the little kids. I always those are always fun. The first mm-hmm. day of first grade. Whatever. Where did the holding up signs come I from? Know. I mean, seriously, because in in this day and age roger nothing happens unless it's on social media yeah. it's it's got to be there you have to record every moment i tried to find a picture some school pictures uh at my mom's house of us we we only have the pictures from like the yearbook from oh, the class picture right. the class yeah right. right so those were the pictures i mean we would take pictures on vacation stuff but we didn't we didn't document every moment mm-hmm. i mean we have we do have a lot of those for molly but back then it was just for us to take them. We didn't. Right. There was no social media to really post them on. Right. Um, but we had to post them. Uh, we had to. I had to look for some because we did that WGNRadio.com. Right. Yeah. If you go there, there's I guess uh, some sort of photo gallery of. Yeah. It's, and it's fairly extensive. Too. I'm on there. Yeah. It's fairly expensive. I thought extensive. we gave all that. Oh, I thought we gave all that stuff for free. <laughs> we, free. Do we have a paywall on the website <laughs> no, no now pay, that I'm not? No paywall for the photo gallery, folks. Because if if that's case, I want my cut. <laughs> Because if my picture's on there and we're getting money, yeah. uh, Daddy needs a little cheddar. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I can't work for host money alone. I need some a secondary stream of income. If they're if they're charging people to gawk at my visage, yeah. uh, I better see a little something. Somebody said there's uh, one of the texters that there were fireworks in Villa Park last night. Now uh, it's not the right direction. Well, you know there were some weekend concerts. In some of the suburbs, they had like yeah, big these, name these, acts. These were city fireworks, Roger. Chicago these were, City. These were, oh. well, not sponsored well, by the city, right. but fireworks that were happening in the city. Oh. And it says, you know, I'm a, a Chicagoan. I know you uh, are. Legit, not just <laughs> Chicago area. Right. I'm I'm legit. You know, I got an alderman. Now you're probably you know probably corrupt as hell. Like, like all of them. Uh, you know, well, allegedly. Your garbage allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> no, my alderman is wonderful. I told you. I I, I, I don't know. even know who they are, but they've they, know, they've taken. We've care got of you. cans. We yeah. got uh, oh man, a lot of. Can- Actually, I have to get a new can. Uh, my garbage cans. Right. I get the recycling cans are in good shape. The garbage cans are awful. 
Really? You can't throw. Yeah, the lids are broken. There's they're cracked. Call all up the, the guy I told you I to call up last time. Call my guy. Yeah. Call my guy. Have him come call over. Guy. Send over a nice little thank you note. <laughs> have a little, little little something from one of the breweries, sure, maybe. That's, I'm not uh, saying. We always I'm not get, saying. You got you scratch my back. I get you a new garbage can. <laughs> I know how it works. I've been in the city long enough. <laughs> uh, year thirty two of teaching. I have never post posed for a first day pick. Good for you. Well, teachers don't really get to... No. no. You know what? That's not true. I saw a bunch of teachers that I know posting, hey, it's our first day of whatever. Right. It's the first day of our X year mm-hmm. teaching. Or, you know... So I saw a lot of teachers doing it, too. Again, we all, you know, it's got to be on social media. Actually, I saw a video. I forgot what the school was. I think it was in Chicago. It might have been a charter school where... The teachers paraded past the students. The students were applauding them as they were coming into the room, parading past them, giving them high fives. And I've never seen Some that thirsty before. Thirsty teachers, right there. <laughs> Clap for me. I'm not appreciated. And I love teachers. So don't. So don't. Yeah. Teachers, don't send Please. me any notes. Don't. Uh, why is he denigrating? I'm not. No. I'm just saying you don't need the kids to applaud for you. You know what you need to do? You need to go to do the news. That's what you have to do. You have to tell people that after the news, we're going to be talking about slang because that's called, you know, teasing the, the next thing. All right. Here we go. Maybe after the White Sox. Oh, no, I'm not too far from uh, from guaranteed rate. It wasn't the White Sox, Rich. Thanks. Uh, good one. Yeah. All right, let's see. Chicago stories told 24-7 on 720 WGN Chicago. Hey, smart speaker users, just say play WGN Radio on TuneIn. The news is sponsored by Porsche Exchange. It is 5 o'clock. Here's Pam Jones. Uh, Roger is in the studio, as always. He comes in early. He likes to pretend he's working hard, and then he just comes in here and uh, spouts off for a little bit. Always good to see you. So, yeah, that was good to see you too. Sure, yeah, okay. I've got my computers are fired up in the are other they room. Really? Right. I've got my first newscast ready to go. That's not what oh, Pam yeah. says, but that's what? uh, whatever. Pull her in on this. Whatever. I, I listen. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's going to take a little, uh, little heat. Okay. Everybody's got to take a little heat. So we like to talk about we like to talk about words here on this program. We like word play. We like things like that. I saw this today because. Um, if you're of a certain age, you hear some people use different slang terms, and you're like, I have no idea what that is. And then maybe uh, you hear some slang terms, and you just they really stick in your craw. They, you, they, you do not like them. That shows how old I am. I have a craw, and things get stuck in it. <laughs> but there was a new study out that t- talked about the, uh, the words, slang words that are most popular. Slang words that uh, people just do not like. These are the uh, would be the least popular, the most annoying. And uh, some numbers that come from this survey, uh, they found that people... How old do you think you should be when you stop using slang? How old is too old to use slang? Cody, I come to you first as the youngest man here. You can always use slang. You're never too old. So you're saying ageless. Ageless. Timeless. Ageless. All right. So any any age. If you heard a uh, if you heard a ninety year old woman say she was turnt, would that uh, would that throw you off? A ninety year old. You said ageless. Well, I hope she's not getting turnt. But if she's turnt, then she's turnt. Turnt up. Uh, who am I to judge? All right. So you're saying any age. Yeah. Roger is the oldest person in the room. <laughs> what? Uh, how old? When, I, when, how old is too old to use slang? I will go along with Cody, but I will amend it that <laughs> the terms that you use should be age appropriate. There are terms you use when you're in high school and college. They right. change when you're in college, and then they should change once you enter the workforce. 
so that you could have your own slang amongst your co-workers or amongst your friends that you hang out with, but they should be more age-appropriate. Play your so audience. When I'm at, so when I'm at, my, at the assisted living facility, yes, and uh, just about on death's door, but I say to my friends uh, as we play Canasta, hey man, let's get crunk. Uh, is that going to be, is that going to be age-appropriate? I think Roger's saying play to your audience. My audience are guys who like to yeah. get crunk. So if, if while we're playing canasta, if your fellow residents at the home, well, we're are, getting, we're playing crunk nasta. Yeah, that's what we want to do. But it, I don't know if you would say that to them because half of them wouldn't understand, and the other half wouldn't hear me. If, right? But that's <laughs> you know, that's fine. All right. So well, according to this survey, I think I I tend to agree with both of you to an extent because we've all heard people, even people my age. Or Cody's age, use terms, and you're like, dude, you're not a, you know, you're not a high school girl. That's you're not a Swifty. You don't need to be. You know, why did I just say Swifty? That's slang for Taylor Swift fans. But I know that. But I shouldn't. As a man of a certain age, I shouldn't be using that term. It sounds creepy. Correct. I didn't even know that term. Well, see. That, but it's my job to keep my thumb on the pulse of America, and then press down really hard with that thumb until America drops dead. Weird That's, flex, but okay. Okay. Well, let me ask you this then. If what? you were not in the radio business and and you said that to Molly, would she roll her eyes at you? Of course she does. She <laughs> uh, There's 90% of things I say. She doesn't. Uh, she rolls her eyes because she's in her twenties and I'm not. And okay. so we'll see that. I do. Yeah. I do think there's a point where you should cut back on your use. Just because you know a word doesn't mean you should use a word. You know, it it's okay. It's nice if you know it because then if somebody uses it in your presence and they're putting you down, you know what they're saying. Uh, that's good, but you don't always have to use it. According to the people in this survey, they say forty three, which is an arbitrary weird age. Forty three. When you're forty three, no more slang. <laughs> Got that thirsty? What? I don't, no, I don't understand that. Don't understand that at all. Um, one in four Americans think people who are over the age of twenty-five are already too old to use any form of slang. That one in four is—he's uh, not a snack. That's a, that's a term. That's a slang term. Sadate. What is that? Doesn't matter. Is that some weird anime thing that you're? Is that a Pikachu reference? What do you? What did you just say? I think that's from a Chris Rock movie from like the eighties. Sadate? Isn't that from Pootie Tang? I, wow, great movie. Is it? Yes. I know some of the guys who wrote it. I yes, never it, saw is. it. it is. Tang? Are you kidding? It's such a good movie. Cody's picked a click. It's Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang. It's a classic. Tang, yeah. What? <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I've seen it on. I, I've I've really because you just said Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang, T-A-N-G. I know Tang. Astronauts yeah. love it. It's I a know. 2001 movie that right. Chris uh, adapted from a Chris Rock show sketch. It's hilarious. Yeah. Really? Really funny. All right. Very Listen, inappropriate. I don't have time to check that out. I'm binging Mindhunters. <laughs> I, I, we found something he doesn't know about. I know. I mark no. the tape. No, no, no. I know the movie. <laughs> I know it was a movie. I know, oh. As I said, I know a couple of the guys who wrote it. <laughs> oh, okay. 27% so, on Rotten Tomatoes? Really? <laughs> really? All right. It's been a while, I'll admit. <laughs> Pull up the trailer. See if we can uh, get a little bit. We audio. cannot air any of that trailer. <laughs> well... I'll, I'll look at it. I don't know. Yeah, see if there's a see if there's a an SFW, an SFW clip. Right. Yeah. I'll see if I can do that. Safe for work. Thirty-seven percent found slang use in the workplace completely unacceptable. 
I'm not down with that, yo. <laughs> see what I did there? Threw some slang into I the work. You just that. looked really too old to be saying that. No, I'm... not at all. Everybody, know, everybody. Oh, come on. Everybody knows I'm straight gravy. It's a slang term I just thought up. Straight gravy. Straight gravy. Straight gravy. <laughs> means I pour out smooth and I'm tasty. <laughs> You like you, that one? Do you drink straight gravy? Is that a thing no, that no, people no. drink? <laughs> it's how you describe somebody. Man, they're straight gravy. All right. Yeah. They're just, man. It's, I, I what make street everything, corner are I make you hanging out on? Everything I touch is better. I don't know. I'm straight gravy. I don't think that's going to bring any of the boys to the yard. <laughs> Me either. But, Does that also mean you're salty, a little slow, lumpy. and lumpy? Yeah. lumpy. <laughs> I'm peppery. I got it all. You need to whisk me. Just put me in a pan and whisk me up. Mm, I'm straight gravy. All right. We'll see if we're going to Not appetizing. Just saying. Not appetizing. And I'm gluten-free, Cody, so... Twitter poll. Twitter poll. Should straight gravy be a new slang term? All right. All right. Gravy. First of all, gravy is smooth. not new. It means you're smooth. and you. Yeah, but who says straight gravy? Okay, nobody says straight gravy, but that's right, gravy, exactly. baby. Wasn't that like 1970? No, I don't know. 1970s calling. No, I've never heard that. Gravy. Come on. No. People always say that's gravy, baby. Come on. Somebody hit, text in and let him know. Mm, you I don't, don't know? know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to see. No, I don't. Uh, I've never heard gravy before. So anyway, Cody, Cody is now working as hard as he's ever worked for a Twitter poll. You go to Brian Noonan Show on Twitter and uh, do the Twitter poll. I don't Should actually gravy be a thing. I don't actually have your uh, Twitter login, so I, uh, I I tweeted it. You'll have to retweet me. All right, I'll retweet. <laughs> <laughs> retweet you that'll be fantastic uh nearly half people surveyed thought it was b- not as bad to use lol when emailing a co-worker i just saw a thing that if you use emojis or those kind of things in work emails they make you look less professional and people will judge you and look down on you and you will not be in fact straight gravy if you use i'm gonna make this a thing it's gonna be like uh clueless where cody at one point will go straight gravy is never going to be a thing mm-hmm. and i'll say mm. a week later bam boom straight gravy there's gonna be people with it on their t-shirt i know this guy is straight you gravy. better copyright that right now already did right oh, here on the air gosh. brian noonan uh, trademark uh, there is a knowledge gap when it comes to slang. Over half of those polled didn't know the term ghosting had a negative connotation. Uh, Roger, do you know what ghosting is? Uh, yes. Well, it, do you? <laughs> I sure do. Why don't you tell me so I make sure that you know it? <laughs> uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, ghosting is uh, uh, when you you call the police if I'm not mistaken, if you this are is, already mistaken, mistaken. Yeah. you are way mistaken. Yeah. The police have nothing to do with well, ghosting. It's when you report an incident at some no. other place. No, that's not, no. yeah, it is. No, ghosting. No, is that's when something you else. Just stop replying to stuff. Like ghosting if, is you just disappear. Like if I'm like <laughs> if I'm on Tinder and we matched and we're chatting and then mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, you want to go out? And then they just stop replying. That's ghosting. Or if like you apply, then what do you what do you call that? Because that's why I thought it was a bad thing. Was that it is a bad thing because you've you cut off all contact. Well, but with it's someone. not as bad as the thing I was thinking of. So if, where, you, call, if you call a police SWAT team to go yeah, to someone yeah, else's yeah, place, yeah. that's called swatting. Swatting. Yeah, that's a thing that streamers... I got, my, I got my ghosting and swatting mixed up. I apologize. So what, any word with I-N-G you yes. would have said is that? Yeah. I said knitting. Yeah, that's what you call the police. Hey, Gravying. 
Quick point of order on the straight gravy. Look, I don't want to yeah. be misinterpreted Uh-oh. on Twitter because I just said, should straight gravy be a new slang term? Oh, and wait. Now I'm paranoid someone's going to think this is some like, oh, yeah. like sexual orientation thing with straight. How about straight up gravy? Well, no, no, straight gravy is fine, but I got to define it. So what would, how do you define straight gravy is? Straight gravy is being smooth and accentuating everything that you come in contact. All the positive. Making everything better. Such as putting gravy on meatloaf makes it better. Gravy on mashed potatoes makes it better. Gravy on biscuits makes it better. You're straight gravy. You make everything better. And you're smooth and tasty. (laughs) That's right. All right, let's take a quick... What? I don't know. Come on. It just sounds... Never mind. Is on fleek a compliment or an insult, Roger? On fleek? On fleek. I would say that it's a compliment. It is a compliment. You are on fleek. That means your outfit is uh, very uh, very nice, very good. It uh, shows some uh, shows some flair. Some uh, From my time, it would be snazzy. <laughs> would it be? Debonair? Uh, yeah, sure. Not debonair. Oh, snazzy. Okay. Snazzy. snazzy. Cats, uh, the cat's pajamas. Yeah. Sure, the bee's knees. Yeah. All right. Uh <laughs> Your least favorite slang. We will get into that list when we come back on the other side. Uh, You don't want to miss it. It's going to be straight gravy. Brian Noonan, 720 WGN. After 530, we are going to hear all about the Green Tie Ball, which is coming up September 13th. One of the uh, big, big charitable events in the city. It is uh, always a lot of fun, so we'll uh, we'll talk about that. We're talking about... The most annoying slang, according to this new study that came out. Cody is trying to find... Uh, he's out running around trying to find our guests. They are somewhere in the building. They may or may not be lost, but Cody will find them. Uh, One Poll is a marketing research uh, firm, and they have put out this list. So, here's just the top ten of most commonly used slang, and then we will get into the most hated. So, number ten is fire. And I'm wondering, if you if you don't know what these are, we will try to uh, describe them. But if you have a uh, slang word that you just you can't stomach when people use it, go ahead and let us know. So fire is number 10. Gucci is number 9. Keep it 100 is number 8. Goat, 7. Thirsty is number 6. Hangry, number 5. Fam, number 4. Lit is number 3. SMH. Number two, and Bay is number one. Now, uh, most of us have heard some of these terms. Some of us have not. Uh, for example, you know, everybody knows Bay is before anyone else. It's supposedly, uh, supposedly, wow, did I just say supposedly? Unbelievable. Supposedly for the person you love the most, they are your Bay. We hear it from uh, Beyonce and all of that. Uh, Bay is everywhere. It's been around for something. Uh, lit, you know, Lit is. When something is turned up or popping, like a party, party was lit. All right, so those are the most commonly used slangs. Here are the most annoying slang words, according to the people that were surveyed, starting at number 10. SMH, which means uh, shaking my head. So if you're, uh, you see something or you read something and you just can't believe it and you're shaking your head. So SMH means shake your head. Uh, throw shade throw shade which people uh often think is a direct insult but it is not it's the way something is said so throw shade cody we're doing the uh most annoying slang the top 10 most annoying slang apps 
Uh, apps? Oh, sure, for absolutely. That's no, not for apps for appetizers. Oh, we're gonna, oh, that's yours. Apps. I cannot stand it when people say, "Oh, let's order some apps." I no. hate when people say that they want to talk to their fam. Ah, uh, uh, throw the illy on there. It's know, not that hard. I Family. agree. I, you know what? My sister uses it so often when she was in like high school. And, and I college. like your sister. See, that's the problem. No, me too. And when she started, oh, using you like it, your sister too. It's because she's been doing it for so long that now I'm used to it. Okay, but for the longest time, I was like, why, why, why? Just right. say illy Family. and don't say totes. Say totally. Uh, totes is fine. No, it's totes annoying. Man, I've been hardened. I've been battle hardened by some of this slang. I just, and I'm not, listen, I understand uh, every generation has their thing and the laziness factor of not wanting to throw an extra syllable on your words. It uh, it seems quicker when you say totes and fam, but you sound uh, ab stoop. You know what I meant there? Absolutely stupid. That's right. I want ab stoop on you. Uh, so that's, so you don't like, you don't like, uh, apps. I don't, I'm trying to think if I say it, I see it on the menus all the time. See, that's a problem. It's on menus, apps. Yeah, I guess. And I don't, but yeah, I don't use, I said, you want to, do I get something before dinner? (laughs) I go, I take it. I elongate my, my slang, much like everything else I do in the show is elongated. Sure. It's not, I don't like to make it shorter. Sure. I like to add to it. Uh, so, uh, TFW is number eight. TFW, I had the, hold on. Th- I know what that is. What is it? That face oh, when? Oh, that face when, right. Yeah, that, that, but that's not slang, that's just, like, I mean, that's not something you say out loud. Right. Yeah, but people, hashtag didn't used to be something you said out loud either. And now people say hashtag out loud. Which is almost as annoying as when they say fam and totes. Sure. Uh, Stussy, you know what Stussy means? No. Stussy is a very expensive brand of clothing, and so if you are, if you are saying someone is Stussy, they are, they're very high-end, very expensive. At least that's what, uh, that's what, as I, as I did all my research on Urban Dictionary, that's what uh, Stussy means. So Stussy is number seven. Fleek means that uh, you're on point. That's, uh, people are annoyed by that one. Ghost, which we talked about. Gucci, which is another one where uh, it's it's based on, of course, the Gucci brand of clothing. But it uh, when people say it, they tend to be complimenting you. It's it's good, pretty good, not as good as Stussy, but you're if you're Gucci, you're okay, you're good, maybe great, but for the most part, uh, that's it. Number three is hangry. We all know hangry because of the uh, wonderful Snickers campaign. Today, when you get hungry, you get angry, so you get hangry. Bay, which we've already uh, we've already talked about, that's number two. And the number one most annoying slang term. Cody, do you know what it is? Do you, can you wager a guess? OMG? No. Good guess, but not OMG. Goat. <laughs> Goat. The greatest of all time. Goat is the number one most, according to this survey, the number one most annoying Slang word of all time. I've never heard anyone say it out loud. You hear it if you listen to sports stations. Oh. Or read sports tweets. There you go. That's why I don't know about it. Uh, the goat hot take is a big one. You know, who's the... who's the uh, LeBron is the goat. Tiger is the goat. Jordan is the goat. And people use it for uh, for actors and musicians as well. Goat. 
So GOAT is the most annoying. We have to take a break, don't we, before we go to the news. So we might as well do that. And then after the news, we will talk all about the green tie ball. So sit tight. If you've been driving around the city over the past couple of decades and you've looked along the side of the expressway, or you've looked in the medians and you've seen all the beautiful greenery and the flowers and you've noticed, hey, there's not as much trash as there used to be. Well, that's because uh, Chicago Gateway Green has been doing all that beautification work for use, for you to enjoy and to make the city look that much better. One of their big fundraisers is coming up Friday, September 13th. It is the Green Tie Ball. This is the 28th annual Green Tie Ball. And... Uh, uh, joining us is a man who has helped make the green tie ball a little bit more delicious every year. Uh, David Listener is here. The food dude, you may have heard David before. David, welcome. Good to see you. Thank you, thank you. It's, uh, let's see. We'll get right up on the, that one. There we go. So so you you are the man who brings uh, the the restaurants in. For, for those who haven't been to the green tie ball, and people hear about it every year, describe the green tie ball. I'll give you a... A quick story about it first. Yeah. It was created by a fellow by the name of Don DePorter, who came to build that building right over there, the Hyatt, which is the largest hotel in Chicago with 2,030 rooms. Uh, he came in when they were building it to be the manager, and his son was in the car, Grant DePorter, who... Who everybody knows from the Harry, Harry Carey restaurant Carey's, group, sure. I call it Chicago's most underrated restaurant, because it's great. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, so he came in, and he said, you know, these... The Grant said, you know, Dad, these highways don't look as good as they do in California. I don't want to move here. <laughs> so Don says, hey, if that's what you think, that's what my customers think. So let's just fix that up. And yeah. that's what they did. And that's how we started. And every year, uh, we take thousands of pounds of trash off the highways. We plant flowers. We uh, have an event coming up, which is our green tie ball. The green tie ball. And the theme this year is I Dream of Greeny, which is sort of a riff off the old I Dream of Genie show. And um, that's a thing. Every every year there's a different unique theme. We right? do. Last, last year was green eggs and... Uh, green so, eggs and glam. Green eggs and glam. So every year you've got a different really cool, uh, really cool theme. And the venue that you pick tends to amplify that theme, correct? Well, we've this year, I'll tell you, it is spot on perfect. Yeah. You know, she came out of a, uh, a genie bottle, which is from the North African uh, area, Egypt, somewhere around there. And so we're going to the Alhambra Palace, which has this Moorish, uh, North African yeah. design. Um, we're doing some neat stuff this year because we're indoors and outdoors. Okay. Upstairs, we're setting up a VIP lounge. Uh, for poker, if you want to play some high stakes uh. poker, uh, you know I can see you're already pulling your cash <laughs> out there. Sure, uh, we've got thirty something restaurants coming in. I'll just mention a few of them. Uh, we've got Avali Taverna, which is Lou Canellis, the sports yeah. announcer's restaurant. We've got Barton G, which you can describe it as whimsical fun. Uh, all their presentations are just as good to look at as to eat. Uh, I won't go too many more. The Harry Carries, Hugo's Frog Bar. Uh, which is the sister restaurant to you, to Gibson Steakhouse. Right. We've got a couple of Asian restaurants, Sunda, Katana. Uh, but after 10 o'clock, we switch our culinary gears. Okay. So we get a little... So you it know, starts at 6.30. 6.30. People come in, and 
let's we'll we'll entice them a little. So they, right. they buy their ticket. It's open bar. It's all these tastes. It is big from, open bar. We have twenty five bartenders. That's what we need. I, I'd go twenty six because Cody's coming this there year. There you go. So okay. you might need an extra bartender. Good. So the people coming in, they're trying samples from all these wonderful restaurants. Right. They're drinking top shelf booze from all over. They're, they're looking good. They're looking good. They're feeling good. They're doing good things for the city. Right. They're helping us clean it up. They're dancing to Doctor Bombay. They're dancing to uh, one of our four discos. And finally, uh, at the end of the night, uh, we're going to have um, our, our our dream act coming in here. Uh, I just, I don't know if you know, but in the past we've had John Stewart. We've nice. had the B-52s entertainment. This year, it's Pete Wentz, and a lot of people know him from as that Boy. sexy singer. There you go, for yeah. the Fallout Boys. So, and it all ends up uh, with a blast. Very nice. Confetti, and uh, the party hopefully is quite successful. It food, always is. Food always goes on all yes. the time. So, so we've we come in and everybody's. There's also charity gaming from Rivers Casino. So there's Rivers a, you want to pretend you're a big high roller. You want to gamble a little bit, and and you know it's all in good fun to help out it's the for a good purpose. The Gateway Green. You donate a little bit. You win a little bit. Maybe we've got some great prizes, some trips. Things and like who that. doesn't want to gamble when they're in a tuxedo or a lady in a gown? You know, you you feel. You feel you're like you're ready to roll, and this is this is one of the premier events in Chicago, right? Every year, we are the number one black tie gala in the city of Chicago. We've had this event uh, for years at a place which is now going called Finkel Steel, okay. Northwest Side. We were 100 percent outdoors. Sometimes we'd have to throw the tents up, <laughs> you know, because we're serving right, food, right. And, um, and we would have up to seven thousand people. That's amazing. Uh, we did it out here at uh, Northerly Island, where mm-hmm. the old Midway Airport was. We've done it out there. We had 96 chefs serving food, and we had eight other people like Garrett's Popcorn and uh, these other passing out candy and pretzels and popcorn. It was a giant uh, event. You just, you, 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 everywhere you'd go, there'd be another entertainer. As you walk in, and I don't know the order they're coming in, I don't want to tell too many of the surprises. But you know we've give got, away one give us give away one surprise. Well, you'll see wet, some, wet people's beaks to go and buy these tickets at gatewaygreen.org. That's where okay. they have to go and they can get their tickets. Well, you watch some of the videos on there of last year's yes. parties. Uh, that'll make your wet whistle wet. <laughs> uh, but this year we'll have some people doing acts on the silk ropes. Ooh. We'll have some uh, fire dancers. Uh, we'll have some belly dancing. Um, all kind of tied in together. Uh, to the theme of I Dream of Greeny. Yeah, and it's great. We have Barbara Eden, by the way, just to... Is she coming? Well, we did try to get her. She is acting now. Um, I don't know if you know, but she lived in Chicago. I did not know She that. She was married to Chuck Fagert, who was with the Sun-Times. He was the publisher. And uh, they lived over at the Water Tower, and they owned a club on Oak Street... Really? ...called Huckleberries. Okay. So I, yeah, you yeah, know that. It, it, it's, it's very cool. So I, if I could get some information, I don't know uh, where to buy tickets. Well, you go if, to gatewaygreen.org. Well, to you buy knew tickets. that. I know that. I know it's Friday, September thirteenth. Let me ask you this, because David Listener, you're the guy who you curate all these restaurants. You get yes. all these wonderful chefs and restaurants to come into the uh, to the Green Tie. A lot of fun. How do you decide who gets in? Because I'm guessing after this being the twenty eighth year. You know, the word is out. This is the event. This is the social event. You want to see and be seen. You want you want your restaurant to be part of this. Everybody's talking to you. How do you decide? Well, eh, yeah, you're out. We well, there's no such thing as being out. Come on. You know, you there are new restaurants that come and 
you you want to work that way because people mm-hmm. are curious, like uh, Avali that's coming this year, right. or or Barton G, the restaurant who's coming this year. Um, you know, we, like I said, we did add the what we call the the street fair at the end of the show, the later on with the hot dogs and the pizza from Paisanos. Oh, that you started to say. Yeah. Okay, well, so that's at ten o'clock when the when the culinary fair. Gears we call change. it our street section. I All don't know right. that I mean. If you're coming to the VIP section upstairs where the gaming that's, is. That's where the hobnobbery happens. Well, I don't know hobnobbery, but we will have be serving lobster pops, which are just ripped chunks of, of homemade <laughs> lobster. Wow. And they'll be grilling steaks fresh right in front of your eyes. And everybody who's downstairs, all the rest of the they people They get to just, smell it. Oh, they're having lobster upstairs. Yes. You know. Now, so, how, tight, how tight is security? Fine, you know. We we'll, try to wander up. We will actually have twenty-seven security people there. Uh, a five? Or, what, what will a five get me? Will it get me into the uh, VIP room? You know you what? It, five? It'll get you a chance to recycle some of our garbage. <laughs> but you know, if, All if right, Cody, there goes your bribery plan. Yeah, <laughs> Cody, are you coming this year? Oh yeah, Cody's we're we're absolute. all set. We are definitely going to be there. So, all right. So at ten o'clock, you go to the the, uh, the, street, the street side, side which is. But that's when Pete went, and the DJs are going to be going all night. Yes. And Doctor Bombay, as you said, Doctor Bombay be will be done by the. That, by the way, is Lee Gallup's band. Right. Lee Gallup, uh, who's a famous Chicago uh, philanthropist, I'll call him, and a real estate developer, <laughs> uh, plays drum and the uh, drums for his band, uh, Dr. Bombay. Very nice. And he's become our house band. Okay. Yes. I like to tease him about it, but, you know, he, he does a, he's, he's great. He's very generous. So, there, again, if people are interested in this, and it does, uh, f- here are some of the numbers for Chicago Gateway Green. 4,000 trees planted, 130,000 perennials planted, 80,150 bushes planted, over 1 million pounds of litter taken off the uh, the greenways of Chicago, making the city look terrific. That's all since 1986. So the green tie ball is to benefit that work. If you like driving around this city and going, oh, boy, things look pretty nice, there's a good chance it's because of Chicago Gateway Green. So if you go to gatewaygreen.org, you can get your tickets. There's regular tickets. And the nice thing is... You guys are limited. There's only a thousand people there. Yeah. It's not. It's not. You know. It's not like you're going to some uh, Woodstock festival where there's going to be fifty thousand people. You're going to get. There. You're going to get. Where, uh, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me, Dave. I got to be honest. Um, you, you're going to be able to get to the bar. You're going to be able to get to some of the fantastic food from these restaurants. There's VIP tickets. If you want to go up, I, I hear there's going to be lobster pops and fresh steak. Yes, yes. You know, that's what I hear. We just let it out today. I, first time, right the, here. And right now, all, everybody with a regular ticket is like, I got upgrade. I got I got up, and VIP you get the high roller gambling. But the, you you will also be able to do gambling down on the on the main floor, right? I, I'm not sure how many gambling tables there'll, but there'll be. be. There'll be some. Yes. And just if you advertise, advertise 25 bartenders divided by 1,000 people, mm-hmm. plus our few... VIP was Cody does every math. four every forty people they've got their own bartender. That's perfect. We've got premium booze. We've got A plus food. All all four and five star places. Uh, I think it's truly the party of the year. Well, and for the and the the tickets are for the regular ticket is one hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. Now you might some people might go well that's a little but it's not for everything you're getting. You're getting an open bar. You're getting food. You're getting entertainment and. Your money is going to help a great cause in this city. You can't it's, compare you can't, the cost. Yeah, you can't beat the cost it. The cost value isn't it. there. It's, yeah. It, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Plus, you get to dress up. Now, it is a black tie, but a green tie affair. Yes, uh, yes. But I have seen people who tend to dress to the theme 
Is that is that uh, I, always, that always seemed fun? I happen to know our new executive director, uh, Michelle Alhamber, uh, is dressing up as Barbara Eden. Ah. I dream of Greenie. Well, there goes my costume idea. Uh, yes, All right, uh, so I'm, that's out. Cody, find me something new. <laughs> I'll go as major. I'll go as major uh, major Nelson. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, and you'd, you'd be very good at him, by the way. The, <laughs> the hat and everything that would be great. Um, you know. Once we're done, just by the way, there's parking as you drive up. There's indoor and outdoor. So if you want to go outside, uh, okay. we've got bars outside. Perfect. We've got food serving outside. Um, after 28 years, we've got it pretty perfect. Yeah. And uh, now I'm I'm guessing the 29th is already in uh, in development, right? I mean, people are already coming up with themes. Who? Who is is it? The executive board, Grant, and the rest of the, the board that is in charge of coming up with the new theme. We How have, do you decide? We have a, a, an active group of board members, uh, and we bounce these around to each other when we start thinking about it. Where are we going to go next year? Okay, and then maybe or we'll say where. What should we call it? What's the? I was going to say what comes first, the theme or the look or the. There venue? is no chicken. There is no egg. Okay, we just start throwing things at each other. <laughs> And uh, we do it over lunch, and uh, lucky man wins. Yeah. Well, it, when I saw when I saw that it was going to be at uh, Alhambra Palace, I was like, "That's as you said, it matches the theme perfectly." Yeah. You can't. You can't. Be, and I've never been in. I've driven past it a million times. I've never been in there, so it's, it's exciting. Yeah. It, it looks. I'm always like, "What's going on? What goes on in there? Yeah, What's it, what do they got cooking behind those doors?" They'll be uh, serving food on trays to the people in the VIP section. So uh, you don't have to move. Like, if you're <laughs> VIPs ga- don't like to walk. If, if they want to sit there like sultans and have people feed them grapes, uh, they want to feed well lobster pops. That's lobster that's pops. better than grapes. They got to move for those. Do they? Yeah, you know, yeah. I have a feeling some of them will figure out a way to just have the lobster brought to them. Well, the, you know, I, th- I think I've met some of these VIPs before. They're, they're not an ambulatory group. Uh, so, so how many are coming from WGN this year? Probably you just know, us. let me just say, <laughs> so I, I, I know two of the people that are coming for sure, and that's Ro Khan oh, and Anna DeVlantis. Yes, they are the hosts. They're our hosts, our MCs. Yes, I forgot all about that. Yeah, and, and Ro, and, uh, I, I, I used to work with Anna. She's the best. Yeah. Ro is a great guy, and they they have done this for us before. Very they nice. keep the action going. They're a lot of fun. They help us with the auction. Uh, and and they have, are really generous with their time. Yeah, they're really they're great. I forgot all about that. So yeah, we got to we got to plug Rowan Anna. Going to be the host. Everything sounds terrific. People still there's some tickets still available, but don't wait too long. Go to gatewaygreen.org because there are only a thousand tickets for uh, the uh, Green Tie Ball, which is happening September 13th. It is all going to be at Alhambra Palace, which is at 1240 West Randolph. Uh, it runs from 6:30 to midnight. After 10 o'clock, of course, we've got the street food. Before that, you've got you've got all these fantastic restaurants, uh, open bar, DJs. Uh, oh, now I've uh, oh, there's the all Wentz. kinds of acts uh, coming in. Silk rope dancers, firewalkers. Uh, Pete Wentz. It's it's an evening you don't forget. It's going to be great. So we should go, uh, David. You're in charge. So if anybody has any beef with the food, no pun intended, you're the man to talk to because you're the call, guy. I'm telling to call your producer, back Yeah, call Cody. He'll take there care of it. So uh, hey, thank you. Thank you so much for coming in. We will uh, hopefully see everybody there. Gatewaygreen.org to get your tickets for the 28th annual Green Tie Ball, Friday, September 13th, Alhambra Palace, 12:40 West Randolph. Remember the theme: I dream of greenie. Next time you're yes. driving on the highway and you see those signs, say, "Hey, I want to support this." Right.
And this is this is one way to do it. So go and do it. Uh, David Listener, thank you very much. Hey, my pleasure. Good to see you. Good to see you. All right, let's do this. Then there's more. 720 WGN. A little fallout boy. Very nice. Good tie-in, Cody. Yes, Pete Wentz will be at the Green Time Ball. Will you be there? This is a, this is exciting. Cody and I and our lovely brides will be there. So if you want to hobnob with us while we are in tuxedos, etc., and our wives are in gowns, Debbie had to buy a new... De- Debbie has all these gowns from, like, uh, past galas from the Hall of Fame at the Heritage Center and stuff, but she decided she had to buy a new gown for this, uh, for this event. Because you never know, we might end up on the society page of the Tribune, Cody. Yeah. Is hanging out with the the hoi polloi. Won't that be fun? I'm very excited. Did you get a green tie yet? Not yet. You have to have a green tie. Oh, I know. All right. I've, I debated uh, about, because I saw a lot, of, a lot of guys with the tuxedo wear the long tie, you know, a regular tie, and I debated, but then I thought, well, my brand is bow tie. And I talked to some, uh, you know, some 23-year-old women, and they were like, you got to stay on brand. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but okay. They said, just wear a bow tie, because people know you like bow ties. You know, you really don't have to wear a green tie. You don't, well... I mean, there's photos, if you Google just green tie ball photos, there's there's a lot of guys with black ties. That's yeah, fine. but, you know... Well, you're you. You're right. festive. Are you saying you're not going to get a green tie? I think I will, because I... I, I think I, you should. It, you in the spirit of it. You know what people don't know, unironically? What do they know? What do they know? Well, people don't know a lot of things. You are a ridiculously good dresser. <laughs> It actually upsets me, and I'm not even kidding. Like, when you show up somewhere, you have got style. You've got your bow tie. You've got whatever snazzy jacket. I don't know how you do it. You found, like, a red velvet suit sport coat one time? Sure, yeah. I don't even know. I can't. I cannot keep up. You you legit, like, really, if you see Brian Noonan at this thing, he's going to be... And I know, and I'm not even going to try to compete. Well, you know, it's not a competition. It's not, but I just told Casey, I'm like, you know, I might try to get a green tie, but Brian's going to wear something that it's like you just show up and you're like all right enough i will i do think i found the perfect tie for this particular event of course you did of course i did. you've i wouldn't be surprised if you show up in like looking like a leprechaun or something no i will confess i did look into finding a uh, a green tuxedo jacket and i was unable to find one this is what i'm talking about because i thought to myself that would be a buzz eye of course that it would, would be a straight gravy uh, <laughs> That's right. I wanted to be straight gravy. But I do, you know, I have a couple things, some accoutrements. I'm already going through uh, which which uh, cufflinks will go because I have nothing else to think about except an event that I'm going to in two weeks. Hey, why not? So, Gotta well, listen, you could, uh, you could just wear a black tie if you want. I just, you know, I like to get into the spirit of things. It'd be like going to a, a Christmas party and not wearing something Christmassy. Right. You know? Or going just, to tea box and not dressing like an elf or a Santa. Right. What twelve bars of Christmas? The bar crawl in Wrigleyville. I don't know. I don't know anything about. That's a whole thing. We'll talk about it in a few months. Sure, a few months. We'll get some people in here. We'll talk to them about it. So uh, once again, GatewayGreen.org. Rowan Anna. I, I feel bad. I forgot that Rowan Anna are uh, the MCs for the evening. That will be a lot of fun. You know, Rose going to be up in the VIP section. Uh, Rowan Anna. We uh, we will not be. We'll just be down uh, mingling. So that's fine. I don't need to be in the VIP section. I, I'm going to slip row a little something to bring me down a lobster pop, which will be which will be hilarious. Him pulling uh, some lobster out of his pocket from his, of his tuxedo and giving me lobster coated in lint and old Jolly Ranchers chewing gum. 
I don't know what else Roe carries around in his pocket. I'm guessing like $1,000 bills, something like that. You know, the kind of thing that Roe would have in his pocket. Uh, He'll hook me up with that. On the other side of the news, it is a time for our monthly feature at the breweries. Now, we have a very special guest in with us tonight. We will introduce that special guest when John and Jesse come in here on the other side of the news. But first, we must do this on 720 WGN. At the breweries with Brian Noonan. Oh, my favorite time of the month is when the boys come in for At the Breweries. Jesse Valenciana from Goose Island, John Carruthers from Revolution Brewing. And you guys have brought a special guest tonight. I will uh, I welcome, first of all, to you two. Thank and you. I will let you introduce our special third At the Breweries expert today. You said we had no friends and we wanted to show you up. <laughs> well, I... You know, anybody with a backpack of beer has friends. True. That is not, it's not hard to go, hey, look at this. You go, oh, and want to be my friend? Yeah, until that's gone. Sure, I'll be your friend. <laughs> I'm done being your friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any more beer? No. Uh, Michelle, you know, I'm going to take the easy road and let you introduce yourself. This is a woman who actually needs no introduction. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> the audience would like to meet her. So, no. Please, please, panelists, introduce yourself. <laughs> Sign Hello. in, please. Hello. Hi, my name is Michelle Foyk. Um, I have been in the industry of Chicago beer for almost 20 years. Wow. Well, the fun part is I was going to say, there, I didn't even think that was a thing 20 years ago. Yeah, I mean, craft beer has been around for about 30 years yeah. ago. I mean, I may not look like I've been around for 20 no, years. No, you, so look, glad you don't even just look radio, like, you're, though. Uh, like you're able to drink. <laughs> John, don't oh, tell her that, that. The, uh, don't tell her that the camera's on. No, 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 that's no, how no, John no. found out. <laughs> so you've been, you've been. Uh, who? What are you doing? Well, this now? is my fun part. Well, right now I'm working. I'm right now. We've opened up Eris Brewery and Cider House. Oh yes, yes. So yes. I am one of the managing partners. My partner, oh, very cool, is Katie Pizza. So we're a woman ran. Uh, brewery in the state of Illinois, which is actually the first one in the state of Illinois. So we're very proud of what we're doing. Congratulations! Very nice. Yeah, thank you. you. We had you guys in for uh, for an event that you yes, were doing. Yes, you did. did. I've been on the radio twice in this room. It's been very ah, cool. Yes. One of your it was uh, one of your managers came in. Yes, or, Vince came in. Oh, Vince came that in, would yes. be three times. Yes, Vince was here, and Vince he was, was talking about our Charlie Trotter. Yes, that um, was it. Event. It was the Charlie Trotter yes. event at the Irish American yes. Heritage Center. That exactly, was which was a great yes. event. Very nice. Awesome. We'll be part of the gala this year too, so we're very excited. Excellent. Well, welcome. We're glad you're here. We said, you know, not that these, not that we're tired of these guys, but we, it's nice <laughs> to get, it's nice to get some new blood in here and well, in a different perspective. Well, I feel like Mama Bear, to be honest with you, because I started with Goose Island in 2000. Ooh. I was there for 10 years, and then I opened up Revolution Brewing. <laughs> really? She's the opening GM. So you guys owe all your careers to Michelle. We do, Thank basically. You. Yeah. I That's love fun. this guy. That Ryan, is thanks great. so much. You're very welcome. Good to have you. <laughs> and it's nice, because I think sometimes uh, we all have a good time talking about it, and uh, people call in, and, and we get we do get ladies calling in and asking about But sometimes uh, I think, um, and it, the perception is changing, but the beer industry seems to be very male-dominated. And so it's nice to, to get to... Listen, women are involved in the craft brew industry, too. There's New Glarus is a female-owned brewery. Eris is a female-owned brewery. So there's a lot of that going. There's a lot of breweries where women are in charge. So yeah, it's nice to... Yeah, uh, absolutely. We've got yep. yep. We've got lots of women that are married and divorced that are owning part of the brewery also and running different things. Um, our previous brewer was a woman brewer. Um, you got Claudia that yeah. brews, and she's over at Spiteful now. Spiteful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a lot of women um, entering the field now, finally. And I honestly, that's one of those questions everybody asks me about. Yeah. And I don't think it's because... I think you kind of put it right out there that there wasn't enough interest as women drinking yeah. beer. Even though right. there's we, we like to drink it. 
But the fact that, you know, we can make a career as being a brewer or a career as being an operator um, is big. But, you know, in the world of beer, you see sales and marketing because that's a woman's role, right? But I think you got to look past that. We're on the street team. Yeah, right. Exactly. Go pass out some bottle openers. Yeah. Oh, my God. Please don't say that again. <laughs> you know I'm how many years I used to do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. Well, we're, we're glad you're here. Welcome. I There's... Uh, it, a ridiculous amount of beer in here because I know we're getting we are we have entered officially my favorite time of year for beer. Uh, once the fall starts to come and we're looking toward the Martins and the Oktoberfest and then the darker beers. Even though I know John and I did this in tribute to you, I had a, a barrel aged stout last week sitting on the uh, sitting on the deck because Beautiful. seasonal drinking is not uh, you know forget seasonal drink. I'm going to drink what I want when I want. It was yeah. a brisk seventy two degree day. It was gorgeous, <laughs> and I felt I put on a wool sweater and a hat, and I taped on a beard, and I sat and I had a stout. It was exciting. <laughs> I vaped. It was uh, everything was wonderful. The All the hipster tropes. <laughs> A fire pit going. First of all, anything new in anything new in the beer industry, either at Goose or Revolution, or in the industry as a whole that we need to know about. I think we're starting to enter that fall season. You know, I, for me, it's always great taste. It's kind of like the last big awesome party, okay. uh, yeah, end of the year party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. outside, outdoors, the That's festivals. So beautiful. Um, Half Acre just had their Big North Party, which is one of my absolute favorite beer parties oh, cool. uh, in Chicago. Hence the hat. Yeah. And we just released our lineup for our Oktoberfest party on Milwaukee Avenue. Saw that. That was a lot of fun. We didn't hear that Jesse had declared the year over, so... Oh! Wow. <laughs> year's, the year's party. done? 2020? Here we, we come? It's yeah. over. Heavy I think metal we were on. talking about the summer being over, right? Like the yeah, big, the big summer. thing. Like, you guys are doing Oktoberfest. You're going to bring out the tuba. You're going to bring out the, you know, like... Are you having any celebrity keg tappers? Because um, I can swing a hammer, just just saying. Uh, this uh, every brewery has. Is it? Is there something that when you get into the brewery business, they give you a list of musts? Because every brewery, whether they've been open for six months or sixty years, is having an Oktoberfest. Is it just a way to We're sell not. overpriced pretzels? It's a good way to sell beer a liter at a time. Whereas <laughs> most of the year, people are a little shy about that. That's true. It is high. Well, a liter. You know, when you get it in that big glass stein, it's it's heavy. Hence the, we must have our Steinholding contests. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, on, on Thursday, it was not even, it was before 5 p.m., and our taproom manager, Aaron, like, I saw him grab three Steins and walk out. Because we just got <laughs> Oktoberfest, and at Goose Island, we're like, oh boy, oh boy. And yeah. it's that time of the year where it's It like, is that time. But it, it, yeah, we've got Steins already flowing out of there. <laughs> and for the, it's, a, it's an easy answer, I know, for you guys, but it's a question that people have all the time. Like, it's still, you know, mid-August. Why are we seeing Oktoberfest beers now? It's, it's so you can sell them before December, right? No, yeah, it's because it's the Christmas decorations next to the Halloween candy of the right. brewing industry. <laughs> yeah, you've got to get that Oktoberfest out. Is It started, though, when we first started at Goose Island with Oktoberfest. That was actually coming out in September. And then the market, but the market is so small. It's September to October. Right. And then after October, no one's buying a November, you know, Oktoberfest because it's in November. Now we're looking at something else. So I remember watching Chicago beer companies. All of a sudden, it was the last week of August. Then it was two weeks before the third week of August, you know, and all of a sudden it just starts creeping. And then all of a sudden now we're looking at October 1st or August 1st, and there's Oktoberfest everywhere, you know, because they want. 
August, September, and then possibly finish it all off in November because you're making enough beer for three months. Yeah, yeah and I'm not complaining. I mean, yeah. I, I always look forward to when the Oktoberfest come I'm, out. So it's, it's the like, distributors asking for it. So, you yeah. know, if yes, people weren't, really seeing, weren't seeing that on the shelves and just snatching it up, then, you know, right. you probably wouldn't see it out there as early. And everybody's got one. Goose has one. Revolution yeah. has one. Does Eris have, do something? We are. Uh, we just uh, finished brewing our festival beer or okay. fest beer. So ours is called September Fest. Okay. Uh, <laughs> September Beer Fest. Um, because we know that in Germany, Oktoberfest is separated in September. Right. Yeah. So ours is out, but our Oktoberfest party, or excuse me, our Septemberfest party doesn't happen until October 5th. Okay. Very nice. Well, we'll get into it because I know, <laughs> when is you, when, since you already brought it up, John, when's Revolution's October? It is Friday and Saturday, the 27th and 28th of September. So we've got Heavy Metal one day and a real nice global lineup um, ending with Parquet Courts on Saturday. Very nice. What a great lineup. We it really is. It's guys. a great lineup. Yeah. So you can go to RevBrewing.com. RevBrew. You could go to GooseIsland.com. And you can go to ericschicago.com to get all the information on all these breweries. Uh, before we take a break, what are we going to look at today? What styles are we going to explore? Start off with brown ales, move on to ESBs or strong bitters, and then we're going over to Martins. Oh, which... Uh, is the season. Tis the season. All right. More of At the Breweries. Uh, Jesse Valenciana, Michelle Foyke, and John Carruthers are here. A new lineup, but your questions always welcome. 312-981-7200. We'll uh, start talking beer after this. 720 WGN. Michelle Foyke is with Eris Brewing and Cider House. ErisChicago.com, GooseIsland.com, RevBrewing.com. There are the websites. Uh, we did have one quick question from a texter before we uh, get into brown ales. Uh this is, I think this probably was, uh, we were talking off the air about uh, gateway craft beers. Um, somebody from the 815, have you heard of Pete's Wicked Ale? I've had it about uh, 18 years ago, haven't found it since. Is Pete's, because Pete's, I remember Pete's Wicked, uh, Pete's had made a nice summer ale too, but then Pete's kind of disappeared. Are they not around anymore? What's the deal with them? Yeah, they're, they're gone. Yeah, they're no longer yeah. around. They're one of the first microbreweries, though, that came say. out onto the world outside of Sierra Nevada. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were around. They did a little push, I don't know, a couple of years ago trying to get back on the scene, but it never happened. So someone really? bought the company and then okay. tried to redo it. So no, they've been gone for a while. Right. They're also one of the first brown. Yeah. Oh, 2011. Okay. They're Sorry. also like one of the first browns that was out there, which I read about today because I would have never guessed Pete's Wicked was a brown ale. Yeah. Yeah. So that really yeah, surprised me today. Yeah. All right, so sorry, 815, Pete's is gone. But uh, it's a great segue, though. It is. It is. Segue. Absolutely. To brown ale. All right, so I'll let you guys decide who's going to explain what uh, you know what, what sets a brown ale apart from a porter or a stout, because they all kind of look the same. Oh, no, they don't. Well, depending on... Which one you're looking at? Mm. All right. Oh, no, wow, Michelle. No, no, Michelle no, coming no, in no. hot. Don't bring that weak stuff to the rim, I, Brian. There's, oh, no, no, I'm no. I'm in, in my house. Not browns, no, no, no. porters, and stouts. They don't all like look the same. Well, st- okay, correct. The Kimbe. <laughs> you have your reddish browns. You have your brown browns. Um, Who invited Michelle? I know, right? <laughs> You told us you were what sick of us, remember? What a know-it-all. Come on, you can't trample on what I thought was my favorite style this ever. This is your thing. I love them. You know? Go ahead. No, I mean, let's just start out with Newcastle. I mean, it's a traditional brown ale from England. Um, you take a look at that color right there, and you've got a nice, beautiful brown. I mean, it's like a Sierra, um, Sienna, like brown almost, mm-hmm. but not too red. Burnt Sienna, that's good stuff. Thank mm-hmm. you, yes. My favorite crayon. That one of my favorite browns. <laughs> Your kid's favorite color is the brown brand. <laughs> my kid loves brown and beige. Now so the what, prob- the aroma's not there though. 
I don't have much of a aroma on this wow. one. When you get it, when you start smelling the other two, there's going to be a lot more aroma. So back to you said traditional brown ale. What makes a, a traditional brown ale? What are what are the aspects of it that makes it a brown ale? What makes it a brown ale is really the color of the malt. Okay. So we're looking at the color of the malt. The malt is a roasted. Um, it could be a roasted barley. It could be roasted malts. It's going to be. I know you guys talked about Schwartz beers, mm-hmm. and yes. so what a brown is is the starting of a Schwartz beer, but then add some caramel malts to it. Add a little bit of red malts, add a little bit of more of a flavor profile that's going to give you a maltier flavor profile. Slightly caramel, slightly sweet, but then depending on what kind of uh, dark malt you use, it could also be bitter also. Okay. Great. So there's not much hops. So when we don't, brown yeah. ales don't bring out a lot of hops. Now, right. American brown ales, yeah, you're going to hop it just like you American stouts. You're going to hop it. But this one's a traditional, easy drinking, mellow, low in ABV, I believe, too. Yeah, and I so. think that scares some people away if they if they see something darker than if they're used to drinking a, a pilsner or a lager, they they lump all dark in together. Anything that's not golden is dark and scary and heavy. And I agree, and I wish we had that. I wish we didn't have that perception, right. you know, because these are such amazing beers and they're such amazing uh, flavor profiles. But they're just not very popular right now in the in the circuit of yeah. craft beers. I yeah. do see a lot. Most, not most. A lot of the breweries do have a br- a brown ale. Uh, that they I have it on tap. Yeah, yeah it tends yeah, to be right. something you can put on, and then it doesn't. Other things just sell better. It doesn't become part of your lineup. Yeah, you know, in terms of sales, uh, like Michelle was saying, um, imports. You know, Mexican lagers, the German imports. Um, they've all been really crushing it lately, and yeah. one exception is Newcastle Brown Ale. So huh. they brought production here into Chicago at Lagunitas. They've uh, changed the bottle. Uh, it's a brown bottle now. It used to oh, be yeah. a clear bottle. They changed mm-hmm. the logo. They changed kind of everything about it, I, I think, except for the flavor. It tastes about what I remember. Yeah. There's definitely no bitterness on this one. Um, no. I also feel that... So looking for browns today, I was at, at a store, and every single brown ale that an Illinois company made had adjuncts. Really? So we saw a salty caramel one. I saw a bourbon barrel-aged one. We saw a coffee one. But to find an actual American brown ale, the only one I could find was Midwestern. It came oh. from Michigan. Okay. You know, and then um, we found a couple from like Florida and a couple from other places. But even those, there's one that has an oatmeal brown. So huh. it was a little difficult, which is surprising to me. But like, you know, John said, brew pubs. That was a stable. Like, you went to England, and you got a brown ale, you got a mild, ESBs. I mean, we all have a friend named Will Turner, and Turner loves his ESBs. And he was a brewer at Revolution, now he's a brewer at Outcry. And, uh, you know, that man used to make so many different ESBs, and we're like, all right, we love the malt, man, bring it out. But when you look at the large market of things, it just doesn't sell as well. All right, so Newcastle is our baseline brown ale. Mm -hmm. After we come back from the news, we will talk about some of the local brown ales. We'll move in. I know you guys have ESBs, and then you said you had, what was the third style? Mertzen's. Mertzen's. So we'll do all of that uh, real quick, because since we're talking about beers that are a little darker in color, somebody uh, texted in, what is a Bach beer? So what is a Bach? Because people see Shiner Bach is the most popular. It's a dark looking beer they have non-dark box but generally speaking what most people know is box is a dark uh medium strong lager from einbeck germany okay. um and bach just means goat it was the nickname of einbach oh all right there you go all right uh 708 there is your answer more at the breweries michelle foyk is here from eris brewing insider house jesse valenciana is here from goose island and john carruthers is here from revolution we'll take your calls your questions and we'll talk more about beer after the news on 720 wgn 
We have a new addition to the panel this week. Michelle Foyt from Aris Brewery and Cider House is here, joining John Carruthers from Revolution and Jesse Valenciana from Goose Island. Michelle, so far, making a great impression. One, she uh, busted my chops. Two, she brought in a lot of beer. Three, she is handling the brown ale section of the program. So we started out, Newcastle was our baseline. In that. Yep. Is that because they're they're the OG? They're they've been around the longest. They're the first brown ale, or uh, it could be that, but it, they're not the first brown ale. Samuel Smith has been one of the first brown ales out in, like in seventeen hundreds. But let's Newcastle was my baby. You know, when okay. I was a kid growing up, Newcastle That's was like one. I was drinking brown before anybody was drinking brown. You know, and like oh yeah, You're right. Like you know, Mandrell, you were country when country wasn't cool. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Nice. I used to watch that show. So anyway, what are these references? <laughs> wow, you guys are you not that young. Now. You're not that young. <laughs> All right, but no, let's get let's get to this. So in Illinois, I looked for a regular brown ale and I couldn't find one. I found, um, but we did find two that I really thought were awesome. And one was by Ailman, and the other one was by Buckle Down. We are opening up the Ailman, and it's their Soul Man. So this is their brown ale with a salty caramel. Yes, I, you could you can taste it uh, the salty the well, yeah. little bit of saltiness in there. And the cool thing is, you mix this with their Cheddar Brown Ale, and it's a Chicago mix. Oh, oh you wow! Are done. Wow! You are done here. Wow. Was it the delivery, or is that? I thought that was a good bit. I wasn't you going. Did? Everything you said was wrong. I wish what? I would have known did about you, that. Did beforehand. you write it down? They can't all be, they can't can't all be home runs. <laughs> improv isn't for everybody. Yes, but <laughs> any improv show uh, in the world, and you realize improv is not uh, for. Everybody. But good try. Yeah, Maybe he's just trying to get sponsors for this show. I mean, well, let's it, give him some credit. Listen, I also have a visceral reaction because I think uh, Chicago mix is a sin against God and popcorn. I agree. So I am not uh, God and popcorn. God the two popcorn. great rulers of Brian's. Right. I've got there carrots on the phone. They're dropping their multi-million dollar uh, advertising. <laughs> it's, oh, listen, no. I love I love their caramel corn, but why taint it with cheddar? But, but that's that's a different show. That's our at that's the popper. That's at the poppers, uh, which is also once a month and a whole that's different. A show. Oh, I want to be on that show too, please. Can I get on that show? I am cheese beyond cheese. <laughs> we actually don't do at the poppers on the air. That we do, you know, down in the alley. Yeah. Got it. So, okay. So, <laughs> All right. The last one that we brought today was actually, <laughs> actually something That's John brought up. <laughs> Here's the way we do it. <laughs> All right. Seriously. I had to reaffirm my my uh, my dominance after Michelle took me down eight pegs earlier. All this delight after that joke that didn't come directly from it. Come on. That was a good bit. Wait, there's a lot of laughing. There's a lot of laughing going on. All right, so we have Ale Man. Garrett's right. back in. Excellent. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> Known for their beer. Perfect yes. sponsor for this segment. All right, so Ale Man's Brown Ale. Correct. And then we it's went Soul Man, right? Is it's that what Soul they Man? Yes, Soul it's their Soul Man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very nice. So it's awesome salted caramel. And then we went. So I couldn't find a regular brown, like I said. So I talked to John about, it, and John's like, "I'll get you one." And so he did. And he walked in. And he's like, "Here, Ultra Brewing. It's an American brown." And I'm like, "Yeah, but it's." Barrel age. So once again, we have another adjunct. But I think you're all going to love this one. The aroma on this is amazing. So give it a smell. I did like it. I already drank it. I couldn't wait. You're okay. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> you put them in boozy. front of me. Very boozy. So oh, the yeah. thing about salted caramel in beer. Yes. Are we going back to this? Up. No. Oh, that one's <laughs> over, John. If you make a saltwater taffy joke, I'm coming right over the comments. This is what I have to put Dude, up. Dude, I'm from Wisconsin Dells. Saltwater taffy is my thing. <laughs> sure. Let's talk about it again. <laughs> yeah, that Tommy Bartlett should make a beer. He's I'll gone. He's oh. gone. He's uh, underground, six feet. Sorry, he? he really is. Yeah, he passed away a long time ago. Fact, no, he doesn't own the ducks. He owns, owns Tommy Bartlett Watershed. Well, who owns the ducks? I thought he. I'll be the honest with you. Too. My friend Jenny Kavinsky, her husband owns the ducks. Really? I kid you not. The really? the Wisconsin original ducks. Yes. Wow. 
Who yeah. owns Anytime that? you guys want to go on those bargain. ducks, I'll get you on. I don't know. No. I this what is too much radio Missouri. for one hour. There's <laughs> a lot. Of, we're, we're covering a lot of topics. I never we're, want to go bring on it back down. Let's focus it back in. ESBs, guys. So ESBs. This is Alter. No, this is Alter Barrel Age. Correct. It's the Reverend Brown by Alter. So we've talked about barrel age stuff before, and usually those are stouts. Is there is there a beer because I, I've had a couple here and there that don't benefit from the barrel aging? Are you talking about bourbon barrels? Just, is that what you yeah. mean? Because there's other ones. Well, um, there bourbon barrels and, and whiskey barrels in general. There's some beers. I've had some that people have tried to barrel age. They weren't good, and by themselves, they were actually very good. So, what's the other than the novelty? Is there a, a purpose for barrel bourbon it's barrel the oak. aging? This well, bourbon barrel you're for getting a the brown bourbon. Ale, yeah, right. for a brown ale, yeah, you got the same qualities. Well. You've got a lighter quality of what a stout is. You still have the brown uh, malts, so that's still that malty aspect of things. That's why people put that into barrels, because they still have that nice caramel-rich toastiness that the bourbon can do. Sometimes, not in this case, but sometimes bourbon will overtake that beer. Right. Uh, A brown ale could be lost in the bourbon barrel. Okay. You know, and the only way to really fix that is you blend it again with the original beer and just don't come all out of the barrel. Okay. So that's all technical stuff that a good brewer should know. I you think would this hope one's nice. This got a raisiny, tobacco-y kind Absolutely. of thing. It's, it's yeah. like no, an it, elevated version of a brown. It's it really nice. Worked very well. All right, so ESB, which stands for? Uh, so actually, this is a strong bitter. So there, it's an English, there's English bitters, just three of them. It's ordinary, best bitter, and strong bitter. ESB is, um, it's trademarked by Fuller's. Okay. Which stands for extra special bitter. And what separates the three levels of bitter? It's alcohol. Alcohol. Oh, is yeah. that right? They're all so like an ordinary bitter is what you know you can drink all day in an English pub and it, it goes up. Um, with ESB, the ABV is like between four and a half to six and a half. Okay. So you know it's it's the stronger one, but it's really not strong per se. I don't think it is. Um, <laughs> like, like yeah, we but you, we've had an intervention for you. So we did. This is an intervention, actually. <laughs> Welcome we to the intervention. Yeah, well, wow. Okay. Thanks, we for, had a... thanks for bringing as much as you <laughs> can. All right. Really sounds good. Need, we need to intervene. Jesse's figured out the mics are fake. Abort. Abort. <laughs> is my mom coming? <laughs> no. Jesse, we are all here and we love you. <laughs> fold, HR will be here unfold, in a minute. Unfold. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, yes. the first beer, the, the standard, um, is obviously Fuller's ESB because it's the damn name, right? ESB. So now they do, Fuller's does a lot of different, uh, different beers in yeah. England. They're all very good. They, they do amazing beer. I really like their porter. That's one mm. of my favorites. Yeah. So, I agree with you. Yeah. Good English beers. Um, I think it's, it's like the, the, you know, uh, well, I guess the standard of English beers, I feel, is force. Yeah. Um, so an ESB, it's really nice, nice coppery hue to it. Um, on the nose, you should smell like lightly toasted bread. And then, I know it says bitter in the name, but these beers I never fo- found. They're not I was going to say, I don't, not yeah, I'm not tasting bitterness. So, you know, we're talking about only the brown ales the and <laughs> ESBs <laughs> not being the sexiest beers well, like, imagine being in a bitter <laughs> beer. Like, this is an English bitter. People are like, I don't want something bitter, right? right so, yeah. like, even the name, it's like... Well, it's kind of a, a branding problem, which is <laughs> English, anything you consume. They call <laughs> bacon rashers, which is the most disgusting name. Right, yeah. Literally, the English make delicious everything, and they name it like let's, they're let's trying let's to get you not to yeah. have it. Let's have some bangers. Yeah. Wait, what? Well, it's like the complete See, I would have a banger. Oh, well, sure. You know, think about it. <laughs> Hold on. Well, I'm sorry. Cody, I meant the sausage, Duncan. guys. I meant the sausage. Cody, turn the lights down. We're going to think about bangers. <laughs> so, okay. So, w- w- it's not bitter. No. It's... I mean, it, it's it's lightly hopped, right? But it's, again, just like the brown ale, 
um, bitters are more driven by the malts. Yeah, I'm getting a lot more malt than I am yeah. even I mean, hops. We live in the United States of pale ale right now, so like our, our palates are definitely don't like USPA? consider this something to bitter. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know there was a change. Cool. I like yes, it. Yes, and? <laughs> oh, this is a good bit. This is a good bit. <laughs> Caramel corn was bad, but this is good. It's getting better. <laughs> is it? I don't think so, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, just like my parents are arguing, it'll get better. No, I'm just kidding. Whoa, that was terrible. Whoa, that was, that wow, was just dark, kidding. Man, dark. child of divorce, adult divorce. Um, I think we're doing beer bitter, <laughs> sorry, not yes. life bitter. There we go. Can we please? I'm not crying. Know. My eyes are sweaty. I'm sorry. Wow, um, it is dusty. But, in here. God, those two Christmases are great, though. <laughs> that explains all I'm the I'm crying tats. from laughing. That's explained. Um, oh. So yeah, so ESB. This wow. is um, my baseline, or Fuller's is my baseline ESB. Um, that's a standard. Really nice color, light and coppery, um, nice sweetness. It's like a, a caramel ribbon. I really, really yeah. love this beer. Uh, See, and, and I'm glad you brought it because had I seen that name, I would avoided it at all, have avoided it at all costs. Yeah. Because I mean, we've talked plenty of my disdain for sours. Uh, it, it, it's he does not like them. Straight <laughs> it really messes with what we can bring on the show. Wow, I guess so. No, I've, and I've tried all of them. Every okay. time somebody I'm with has a sour, try this. Okay. Thinking, this will be the sour that I like. I have... Yeah. Y- no. The fate. You think it was Socrates looking? drinking hemlock. Yeah, like, what are you looking for in a sour that Nothing. you want to like? I don't like sours. <laughs> but but if you had to have a sour, if you think it's going to be one that you like, what are you looking for? I'm just... Tr- the nothing. strawberry, the no, raspberry, the guava? To, to have an open mind. <laughs> and I want to, you know... I, Apparently the, it's closed. <laughs> it's like a trigger for him. Man. No, it's, it's I, try, to I keep trying to, face I keep trying like to open, and then every time I sip it, I'm like, no, I still don't like it. So, <laughs> I put on my long red tie and lay on the floor and pout. Try to buy a continent. Anyway, you should run for move. office. Um, I should. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All right. So, but now we have. So we have Fuller's is the baseline ESB. What is? So what do we have locally since we can't bring our own beer? Uh, I would have brought is, in Hawkers and yeah, John yelled at me, and I abide by the rules. That's the one rule. But that's you really plugged it well. I like that. Yeah, I, mean, I would have brought Hawkers with me. So you have two cases ESB. of revolution over there. Hey, this is a radio. Um, they don't know what's up there. So hey, we're making a Marzen. One of my yeah. favorite uh, ESBs locally. So, and again, ESB. Let me let me take a couple steps back. A lot of these get made in tap rooms, but you don't really see them package much. But Temperance up in Evanston actually packages theirs. Okay, uh, and it's called Smitty Town, and it's a, a fantastic beer. Um, one of the best beers I have with Indian food. But anyway, really, uh, plug uh, for good Temperance point. in general. Great people, great yeah. beer. Yes, great very people, much so. Great beer. Uh, big fans of the show. Let's not. <laughs> Let's not. So. Um, it's it's coppery, but it's a little mm-hmm. bit lighter than our Fuller's. On the nose, you should be getting the same, you know, lightly toasted. Ooh, isn't a, that good? A, that is a good. little a little hoppier yes. than the yeah. Fuller's. Yeah. a little bit hoppier. It's a little but bit more not, bitter. Not overwhelming. Now, no. you know, if you, if you don't really like a lot of hop, you can still drink this and go, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's Americanized. Yeah, I mean, yeah. everything America does is add hops. I mean, right. you take yes. a look, right? You know, no. like yes. for real, the best brown ale from Michigan is an American uh, brown ale, which is a hopped ale. You know, Revolution yeah. did a rise. Uh, at one point in time, Gosh, yeah, that, no, yeah, that was one of my that's a, favorites. That's a callback. I know, thank you. Uh, an American stout, like American stouts, have that huge, like hop, but also that or maltiness. Barley wines. That's like the one of my favorite examples. Like you have an English barley wine, which I adore. English barley wines are mm-hmm. nice, big, sweet, and American barley wines are like bow. Yep. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's my cousin house. Bow. <laughs> we got to bring an unaged American barley wine on next time, and like just Ooh. be like, well, it's like a pine salt kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> 
right, so but, we're gonna, so, we're gonna take oh, a quick oh, break, but go ahead and finish up with uh, finish up with this uh, ESB. So, yeah, time, so ESB um, temperance, I think it's a great example. Um, just slightly hoppier than an ESB, but uh, the first time I had this beer was with the curry dish, and it was one of the most divine really? uh, flavor All experience right. I've ever had. So, Fantastic. all right, and since you brought it up, and I actually. I am the arbiter of all. What's right. the name of Revolution's ESB? Or uh, uh, Goose's ESB? We have Honker's Ale, which was... Honker's uh, is an ESB? Wh- yeah. 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 I did not know that. Yeah. All the honkers I've had in my time. Now you know. Now That's because they couldn't market it. Once again, it goes yeah. back to the idea that if we told people it was an ESB, right. there's no way anyone would Nobody's drink it. Nobody's drinking no. it. I don't want it. But bear. Honker's Ale, everyone's just like, what is it? They're like, oh, it's a... It's a honker hon- style. It's a honker <laughs> style. That's <laughs> not what we it's said. It's a <laughs> style. <laughs> Uh, somebody, somebody from the sixth rail backing me up. I've tried sours until my eyes bleed. <laughs> Don't like them. I think that there was something wrong with those sours like... with the eye bleeding. That's, maybe it's a wrong sour. Maybe it's too sour. All these texts, right. by the way. Thank you. Thank you, Radio it's great. Michelle. 312-981-7200 if you have a question for either Michelle Foyk, uh, Jesse Valenciano, John Carruthers. It is at the breweries. We're going to go into... We're going to get into Mertzen's next. Mertzen's the season. Oh, very exciting. Cody's bump music getting a lot of thumbs wow. up today on At The Breweries. Not for me. Wow. <laughs> Just kidding. It's a medium. Not a 311 fan or what? I don't know. Wow. We are going to... 311. I don't know what I'm talking about. Guys, we got to talk about my beard. We're going to finish everything up on Facebook Live when we go to the news at 7 o'clock. But... John Carruthers from Revolution Brewing is here. Jesse Valenciana from Goose Island is Hello. here. And Michelle Foyk from Eris Brewery and Cider House is here joining the crew. Uh, so far, you're, uh, you're, what, what do you think? Are you having fun? Are you feeling... Oh, I'm uh, having a lot of fun. Good. No, this is so much fun. Well, I enjoy it's, it. It's a, a different uh, Sound like you're beer. saying that against your will. Yeah, <laughs> Cody, put the <laughs> gun down. I know, I right? You. I was like, okay, slow it down. This <laughs> is not a hostage situation. All right, so we have had brown ales. Uh-oh. We have had ESBs. We have had... Uh, Brownells, ESBs, and now we are going to have... Mertzen. So this is the traditional Oktoberfest beer. Sorry, I'm stepping all over you here. I know you like to throw back and forth. Uh, This is a traditional (laughs) Oktoberfest beer in Germany. Uh, Caramely. I'm trying to get it in before the news, man. I understand. We got a few minutes. Keep going. Relax. Look, I'm a naturally skittish person. Michelle spilled. Did you have to bring that up? Yeah, really. Hello. Fast forward to a memo tomorrow. No, you're in the studio. (laughs) I'm just sitting here quiet. This is the classic German Oktoberfest. Why did you narc? Just because we didn't like your stupid Chicago popcorn joke? (laughs) Why is it that we brought one extra guest? That's great. Really? What did you narc, man? <laughs> you yeah, rat? why did you have to tell everybody what I did? Really? Uh, what are you, Mary Marie Brasco? Relax. Didn't we used to drink beer on this show? We Who did, cares so about your beer right now? We used right, to have so fun until you Martin started narking. Known, <laughs> Martin here is known as Oktoberfest because yeah. everybody says, I want an Oktoberfest beer. Right. But the style is It's kind Martin. of a, a dark lager, an amber, uh, the coppery color. This is called Martin, which is the name for March. Um <laughs> So this used to be brewed in March and stored in uh, cool places all the way until the festival like in October and then later September. No, like caves, cool? oh, like caves, caves in Bavaria. Yeah. So it'd be March and it'd be the March beer and it would come out in October or later September. And it's very malt forward. Mm-hmm. So this is not um, Germany Oktoberfest beers, which we will cover next month. Ooh. Um, are a little Ooh, lighter, pre-sale. a little closer to your like Hellas, your lagers, your Pilsner. Um, this is a little OG thing, but most American brewers, when they do an Oktoberfest, not all, but most like to do like a Martzen kind of beer. Okay, and so if you if you're trying to do an Oktoberfest, and I know a lot of a lot of brewers try to at least stay. Somewhat close to the original. So, if you're doing an Oktoberfest, why why make the change to this 
Well, because uh, fe- the, that lighter that lighter color thing has been around since like 1992 is the official oh, beer of Oktoberfest. Yeah, and the Martzen was the thing from like the beginning oh, of the so festival. Martzen is the way to go. Way, okay, yeah. that's yeah. fantastic, and it's one of my favorites. I this when Oktoberfest beers come out, I am in heaven. Okay. I just yeah. love them, and yeah. there's very few that I've had in a eh, nah. Yeah, Most you, of them I go, yeah, this is pretty good. It really is. It's a little Caesar situation where even like the bad ones, you're like, oh, there's some right. charming stuff in here. Exactly. Martin Martin. Charming. <laughs> so tell us again your baseline. This baseline is uh, Browery Eyinger. So um, I guess, uh, I don't know where they're located in Germany. This might be an official Oktoberfest location beer but this is a classic german martzen um, now should we have uh, should we have a brat with this or some pretzels yeah so it's got that little toasty flavor yeah. you got a you got a grilled sausage with like a toasted bun some sauerkraut oh. some beer bath onions it mm. is gonna be aces yeah we cook with this oh. one i put the beer yeah, right. i put the brat right into the beer while it's I. warming up yeah yep. you guys are gonna talk I, food next time my bring tip, some Jeez. salt that beer. i would gladly do that yes yeah, we, if we're doing if we're doing uh, Oktoberfest beers next time or German Oktoberfest beers, we'll figure something out. Cody, we'll try to find. Let's see if we can find somebody a uh, local restaurant who is doing an Oktoberfest who would like to. Uh, <clears throat> come in. I think uh, all three of us make food. Yeah, yeah. Pubs, do, by the way. Don't send just them FYI. a clip of the show. They'd be like, "You guys just talk about caramel corn <laughs> and who spilled stuff." Well, no, Eris. I know Eris has popcorn. a full kitchen. I've never been to Revolution's Tap Room. Only the brewery. how dare you? I've been, I've, been to, I've been to the brewery a lot. Brew pub, by the way, is one with the kitchen. Well, yes. I haven't been to the brew pub. I know. Oh, I know. Come, let's go. I go just to let's drink beer. Lunch. You never invite me. Walk wow, away, walk you away never from, invited never him. Invite. You guys have been doing this for almost two years, and you guys yeah. never invited Brian. I right. always invite Brian. I'm hard to. I, I don't really? let people in. Well, Jesse, Jesse, it's not you. working. Eyes, it's not working. You. Jesse, well, send me a different <laughs> message. Let's. All right. So let's take a quick break. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. And then we're going to continue after the news. We are going to continue. Facebook Live. So go to go to the Brian Noonan Show page on Facebook Live. We will talk about the other the local Martin. Great local Martin. Local Martin. You don't want to miss it. it. If you are, if this is the time of year, if you're putting on your later hosen, if you're grilling up your bratwurst, if you're saying to yourself, "I need a beard to accompany this," we will talk about that. We'll do. Uh, we'll wrap things up. John has a big thing he needs to plug. He's going to be out with uh, hot dogs and all sorts of things. Uh, so we've got that to talk about. We'll do all of that. And are we going to talk? I saw Karen pop her head, and is she going to come in and say hello? We hope so. All right, because uh, John has a special treat for Karen. All right, <laughs> let's do this. Then we'll say hi to Karen. Who's it's 720 WGN. All right, we are going to go on Facebook Live during the news to wrap things up because John has brought in Martzen, the Oktoberfest beer. That is his style. Uh, thank you again to Michelle Foyk from Eris uh, Brewery and Cider House, Jesse Valenciana from Goose Island Brewing, and uh, John Carruthers from Revolution Brewing. We're going to continue this afterwards, but first we must say hello to Karen Conti, who has come in uh, and just looked at us and uh, shook her head and said, well, what, is, you know, what has if, happened? If this were a painting, I would call it 100 <laughs> bottles of beer on the wall. <laughs> Still life with alcoholics. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, yes, we have a lot. Michelle came in, and Michelle came in trying to shame the boys. Which, okay. Which what? she did. She brought in a lot of different styles. She came in big. She came in ready to go. She's a wonderful addition to the panel. And these two are just sitting here. John's trying to come up with caramel corn jokes. Not working. I was no, working. so good. Je- yes. And Karen, I don't know if you heard, they both kind of owe their career to Michelle because she has been in the craft beer industry for over 20 years. Take You know, give it to a woman to That's lead it. the way. And then then these guys follow with That's their right. baseball caps we and We need beards. a fearless leader. We've got one. We do. Very At least nice. you guys know your place. I was there for you all. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Always. 
<laughs> so what's going? We got. Uh, I know. I'm not having as much fun as you. I well, just not. I can't even make anything up. And nah, as fun as you'll this. have a wonderful Hear me time. Out. Fourth panelist. Sure. Ooh. Yeah. Karen is always welcome. You're always welcome to come in early and sample. I should. But then I don't know how how uh, reliable your legal advice will be down the road. And, you can't and I'll tell you another thing. You tell that <laughs> son of a to just go and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, you, An imbibing lawyer. Bad, bad. Oh, my stars. Roger Baddish will be answering questions right. and we're all in trouble. <laughs> you know what, you're Sorry, on. Roger. Sorry. Tell the judge that you know what's under his robes. Uh, <laughs> So what's uh, what's coming up on the big show well, tonight? This is like really boring. <laughs> I'm just embarrassed. I feel like making something up. No, panhandling. it's never boring. It's panhandling. Never boring. They're bringing a lawsuit saying that the panhandling laws uh, should not restrict people from begging all over the place. And I know really? people have very strong opinions about panhandlers, but there's constitutional rights that they have. So we're going to touch on that. Yeah, they do. So the guys on the top of the exit, the ramps and stuff, they... they Yes, They're they do. Constitutionally protected. I mean, the Girl Scouts can sell their stuff. People can stand up there for Greenpeace, and and homeless people can beg. I mean, okay. there are some restrictions, and the question is, why do we have constitutional rights for people to beg? And that's going to be an interesting little conversation. And then I have Jeffrey uh, Sumber, who wrote a book called Renewing Your Wows, and he talks about how couples talk to each other, and they really aren't very nice to each other after a certain number of years. <laughs> and so this is a way to kind of rewind that and sort of talk. In, the, in a way that kind of respects your relationships and makes it better. And he's also going to be talking about the dating apps and how this is okay. causing a lot of problems with people, as you probably know. Because uh, nice. it's kind of a difficult way to, to meet people. All right, what time is that segment? That segment is at 7.30. Good, because you know, I've been married a long time. <laughs> we, just, we just talk with grunts and hand signals. So it's, you know... After 27 years, really, what do we have to say? We've talked enough. You guys are so nice <laughs> to each other. Your wife is delightful. My wife is delightful. She she really is. Is delightful. Is. And tolerant. I, yes, <laughs> extremely. I don't know what the hell she's doing with me, quite frankly. Doing you a but favor. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but at some point, don't favors get, you know, you go, enough with the favor. <laughs> so you'd want the favor back, right? Yeah. I keep going, oh, don't worry. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. All right, Karen Conti coming right. your way on the other side of the news. Always good to see you. Uh, you know, feel free. You're welcome to... Uh, Take a little something with you. Uh, Chicago, we're going to Facebook Live, so join us there. Chicago Stories told 24 7 on 720 WGN Chicago. Smart speaker users just say play WGN Radio on Tune In. All right, hi, Facebook Live. Brian Noonan, this is our continuation of At the Breweries after the show is over. So it's after. No, listen, we must welcome our newest panel member, Michelle Foink. She is from Eris <laughs> Brewery and Cider House in Chicago. You know Jesse and John, Jesse yeah. Valenciana. John Carruthers, uh, Revolution, Goose Island, and Eris. So, we have been talking about a variety of different things today. Yes. Michelle got us with uh, Brown Ale. Jesse got us with ESBs. And John has yeah. started us on... The Mertzen. The Mertzen. Or, as the laymen like to call it, the Oktoberfest beer. Mm-hmm. When you put on your bad lederhosen from Party City, and you go and try to hold a stein <laughs> out as long as you can. Yeah, careful. That Party City later hose, and you get a rash. They're well, not sure. advertising, it's, are they? You, you cannot do those. Is this a normal thing when, when they you appoint do, a special prosecutor? It's don't done pro bono? Do not rent your later hose. Okay. <laughs> well, because they're suede, and I've got to figure it's hard to clean out that undercarriage. Telling you for a friend. <laughs> 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 I didn't know there was cheese in this brat. Oh, oh no, that's it gets worse. We're not even going to go there. All right. You didn't record that, did you? So did he hit someone he, or who later died. John, tell us again yeah. what the baseline Martin was. This is the Anger Brewery Oktoberfest Martin. This is this brewery oh, sure. is just the classic standard bearer for so many German styles. 
Mm-hmm. Um, like we had discussed on the radio, uh, you know, the official German Oktoberfest beer became something lighter, easier drinking, a little fizzier in the 90s. This is still the old school classic, and they do a it's great really job with it. Good. It's a great beer. It's a great really beer. Fun. That's a great brewery. And these are, you can find these anywhere, right? Yeah. I mean, this is uh, good two, store. three I'll bucks see, at yeah, yeah, like Binnie's. Like a Binnie's. Okay. You'll see that a lot of a lot of places don't carry imports because they don't move as much, but Binnie's is a little bit more dedicated to carrying. And that's you know, changed give over us the money, years because lo- U.S. craft beer has gotten so good and so plentiful. I don't know about we good, don't need, but uh, plentiful, yes. Those, uh, <laughs> you don't know like, about good? But, you know, wow. <laughs> JK, Where are you coming whoa, from all of a sudden? Oh, my Lord. Like, you're making no sense right now. <laughs> this is going to be exciting tomorrow when Goose Island posts a job. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Posted. That'll be terrific. I was kidding. Sheesh. Man. All right, so. What crowd is this? It's a tough crowd. That is a tough crowd. Justin Colin Quinn. Go ahead. So what do we have next? What's our What's our other? So this is from Miskatonic Brewing. I do believe this is the first Miscatonic beer we've had on the show. It is. Oh, wow. some nice stuff. Awesome. It is in Darien, Illinois. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite brewery inspired by otherworldly Lovecraftian horrors. Um, and they have this Mertzen. Wow, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You, you fall into a wiki wormhole, you'll get right. there. But, uh, it it seems like the case the, ended the like three different Mertzen. times and then reopened um, see, again the and then ended again. So how how much time should we give him to finish his investigation, do you think? It's one of the legends, right? It's a folklore. That symbol comes from a folklore. I can't remember what it was. Okay. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> neither can any of us. None of us can. Sorry, no, it's a, I know, I know. I'm sorry, John. John W. Really I'm awesome sorry. Their, th- uh, their entire anyway. thing is based off like the H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, uh, Miskatonic is a university. In, it's a fake Ivy League university in the H.P. Lovecraft kind of mythos and oh, universe. So we do know what it's all about. Lovecraft, right. the man, the author, Cody was a problematic knew. figure, but the idea of this horrifying, sublime, otherworldly evil is something that has lived on until present day. Ah. I was excited to enjoy it as a beer because you know sure, who doesn't like it as a beer back off ladies he's taken <laughs> <laughs> big time yeah. by the too. end we should have a final definitive answer <laughs> okay but this uh this yeah. is but this, excellent seriously the beer this is at the breweries not at the john presents yeah, like John's a big old door paid enough he's, he's paid enough for that one bad joke Ah <laughs> oh, man, you add one more person, and suddenly there's a totem pole, and I'm at the bottom of it. I just want to know how I get paid more for a bad joke. I mean, come on. The, all right. Do I need to talk? Do you what? Do I need to talk into this thing right now? Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry, yes. just making sure. Just no headphones. Microphone, yes. We podcast. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, honestly, uh, I do love Miskatonic. In this one, I get a lot less of that roasted malt character. I get a little bit less effervescence. It's a, a little, little bit thinner. thinner too, yeah, you know. thinner is yeah. a good it way to describe it. I, I think a big reason people enjoy the Oktoberfest is it really speaks to like sort of the bounty of late harvest and fall, and it's kind of a generous beer in flavor. It's very interesting on the palate. This one does not quite hit the same heights as our classic German example to me. I think it's a Session Martzen, actually. That's why. Oh, really? I'm making up. I was going to say, that's actually not a bad idea of calling it a session session IPA. Session Martin. Excuse me, session. Hey, guys, how about the opposite? This one's 6.2. Really? Ah. So it's a higher ABV than the other ones. Yeah, and that might be what's throwing a little bit off balance. But, you know, whatever. They took their chance, and I love the logo. So, you know, that gets a lot of people to buy for the first time. It got me to buy a couple beers because I looked at the can, and I went, that looks very interesting. Let me try that. Uh, pop quiz, do you guys know what famous Chicago pizza has their a location in Darien, Illinois? Home run-in? Yeah. Wow. Nice. Wow, John. I knew I liked Damn. you. Damn. I, I am a man of many tastes. 
Cheese, <laughs> cheese. All right, cheese. so let's go back through and talk about our different ales and let our experts vote. So, Michelle, give us our baseline of uh, the brown ale. All right, the baseline was Newcastle brown ale. That was the baseline. The OG. We started out that. Yep, the OG from England. And then we went into two separate ones. We went into uh, the Ailman, and we went to Alter. And, I mean, if we're talking about brown ales in general, I have to give a thumbs up to Newcastle um, because it's the original, in a sense, and had every quality that I wanted to have. Uh, not dissing on the other two breweries at all, but they're both adjuncts. You know, this one's a barrel dage, right. and this one had caramel, a salted caramel flavor profile, both amazing and beautiful. But if we're talking about our beer and we're talking about Brian Isles, Newcastle won. Stay with the uh, stay with the original. Stay with the original. Jesse, uh, two caramels were walking down the street. One was assaulted. Wow, uh, good night, everybody. Ah, that, that was good. I, <laughs> I think my I think me or my loved ones may be entitled to financial compensation from that joke. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, Cody, I'm going to sit over here. I am. You guys, where are you guys going? Wait, guys, come back. I am in the same boat as Michelle. Newcastle was the thing that made me think, oh, beer isn't just light and fizzy and anonymous. This can have something you're interested in. Absolutely. One of my favorites. I'm still giving the thumbs up to that altar. I love the way it elevates the brown ale flavor profile in a very interesting new way. Altar barrel aged. Um, And again, what kind of barrel was that aged in? Bourbon barrel. Bourbon barrel. Yeah. I I liked both of them, obviously. Um, Everybody knows that. Sure, because they gave you a great joke. Oh, no, your, right. your joke right. counted as the rating. You better. Like, yeah. <laughs> John, hush up over there. Uh, Newcastle was, I've always said this, it was one of my gateway beers, uh, so I have a lot of love for that beer. Um, I really did like the altar brewing, but it just wasn't too style. So I'm going to give my thumbs up to Newcastle. I would totally recommend people try the altar brewing brown ale. Um, I thought it was really tasty. It was yeah. really boozy yeah. on the nose, which kind of scared me going in. But uh, I don't feel like any of the flavors were trampled over by the, the barrel character. So good job, Alter Brewing. Yeah. But nice. Newcastle, still love you, man. Yeah. That's the one. That bottle was so good. The, b- <coughs> the what? The bottle. That one. The Alter? Yes. It's very good. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. The beer is amazing. Yeah. You're on the Alter Brewing. I am all over that one. All right, Cody. I give it a thumbs up. Cody jumping in. Yeah. Wow. Very it really nice. did. That's crazy. It must have been that. I had a couple of sips. I was like, dude, this is a really good beer. Hey, Cody, have you, you, see, have you seen their t shirts? No. Do you know what they call them? What do they call them? Alter Tops. Wow, I just, nobody window, gave me the memo open? that I'm going to be window. supposed to be ah, doing this. Did you drive him in on your bike without a helmet today? I mean, you guys, did, did that's just not fair. Uh, I mean, there should have been something that, it. Michelle, here's a script. Write, write down the stupid jokes along with all the beers coming along. <laughs> well, uh, no, they're not well, trust jokes, me, this is not written down. This, this is nobody right would write this here. down, review it, and go, I'm ready. This is Minerva coming from the forehead of Zeus. <laughs> this is Comedy. Welcome wow. to Iris our party. is here, and she's going to dis- <laughs> discordian everything, okay? Um, Disorganize everything. <laughs> yeah. Was, oh, yeah, my thanks, God. John. All right, let's move on to ESB. Could be one of the... <laughs> oh, my God, he just snorted. Jesse just snorted. Wow. This is why we have to do this after <laughs> we're off the air. I think I need to come all the time. This is so much you're, fun. You are oh always goodness. welcome. You're part of it now. It's like uh, we, you've been jumped in like, wow. a, yes. like a gang, so now you cannot oh, leave. Uh, this is... Are we all right? <laughs> we're all having a good time. We're all having a good time. That's Yeah, look at the table. Of course we're having a good time. Right now our boss is like... We have to really wow. decide what's going on. Here's uh, a list of fireball offenses. Uh, 
Bad okay. joke. So, bad, listen, if fire, if bad jokes were a fireable offense, I would have oh been gone God. about ten years ago. <laughs> so there's that's don't don't uh, fear that. Uh, so let's go like, to one of the most uh, misleading style names in the beer industry. I ESB. Think. ESB. Um, the so the strong bitter, which um, is not. It's not. No. It's not. Um, Fuller's. It's it's fantastic. Um, it's got a little bit more body, a little bit more maltiness. Um, and the the Temperance, the Smittytown, is an amazing, amazing beer. Um, I'm going to give Fuller's obviously a thumbs up. Yeah. And Temperance, it's it deviates from a traditional style just slightly because the the bitterness. But you know, to put things into context, Americans we like the hop stuff. But saying that it's a little bit hoppier than than ESB should not be misleading. It's it's not right because ESB is not hoppy. Yeah, at all. Yeah. Um, so I actually really like that Temperance yeah. added a little bit more hop. I, I think you know. The Fuller's ESP could be almost too sweet. Okay. So the hoppiness and temperance really offsets that. It balances it a little bit more. Um, and again, key with Indian food, according to Jesse. Uh, it's I highly recommend it. So I'm going to go. Never did up. finish that date uh, story, yeah, well, by we, the way. But I just, that was off the air. Oh, whoops. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Mics were off. Suffice it to say, Jesse's <laughs> quite a ladies' man. And when it comes to Indian food and, and, and uh, ESPs, he has very good day. He knows how to lay it down. <laughs> You got that, ladies? That's right. Indian <laughs> food and ESBs. That's Jesse. That's me. Uh, what is, is like going on lowest, here? This is the lowest rent tender <laughs> possible. Seriously. This really... This, I think we're going to get HR calls. People oh just my God. People swiping. Don't work they got to have a fiance, Jesse. I don't know what I would do. People are swiping <laughs> diagonally to get away from you. <laughs> and by is swipe, do you mean hit their phone with a hammer? Because that's, <laughs> I'm kind of guessing that's the swipe that we'll be doing. It's just... We can't do this anymore. All right, so um, thumbs up to Fuller's ESB. Thumbs up to Fuller's and And if you want a hot date, thumbs up to Temperature. <laughs> you want to, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I saw uh, this girl. She totally liked me. She's from Canada. You don't She's know her, but we ate Indian food, and it was amazing. <laughs> it was terrific. We End talked about of story. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a, Yeah, I brought this up. <laughs> It's the name of the brewery, Jesse. This is like being in third grade, and both of these guys are trying to impress Michelle. So they're like, they're, they're just I know, I don't get it. I mean, I'm flattered. You know I'm seriously flattered. And yet they're like, no, mine's bigger. No, mine's bigger. I'm dumber. No, I I'm had dumber. a date once. I had, I'm married with two kids, so I had a date a lot. I am married with two kids. Why is that a dumb voice thing? <laughs> I've had sex twice. I mean, at least there is. Twice. Exactly. Twice. It's just a voice. Uh, it's a beer drinking uh, voice. Um, <laughs> Listen, what are we doing? We're, we're going. <laughs> yeah, you, you went it. off on the tangent. Okay, don't even look at me like I did it. <laughs> yeah, I'm the victim let's, here. Let's wrap this up. I'm the victim here. <laughs> you ever feel um, like we need commercials to switch yeah, us into structure? Right <laughs> this is why we. Yeah, this, this is why, why we have Michelle to do this out of the regular radio story. You have to break. Okay, she was the rails, and but this this is a locomotive. It's going way off. I don't think you told Michelle her job as the rails because there have been no rails on this since the beginning. help us. You're like the third rail, huh? Oh lord! Wow! Jeez. Louise. Uh, Even Brian had to walk away from that one. He's like walking away from right. the mic. So even though I it's a little giggle. off style, uh, it's great with Indian food and for hot dates, <laughs> and it does represent an ESB well. So I the give temperance? Two, thumb, two thumbs way up. Oh. Nice. Temperance. Nice. I almost nice. <laughs> I'm good. Thankfully, don't, don't I re- do it. remembered don't do it. we were recording. Go ahead. I understand. I didn't say anything. <laughs> 
Wait, I get to talk about. Get this yourself some curry, some ESPs. We're not done with you. Oh, I know. Hang out on the couch, drink the beer. Might have lost the pot a little bit. All right, so no, 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 I just had a uh, yes. (laughs) So when you work in design, you're looking for colors. There's Pantone shades that represent the purest version of a color. To me, welcome to graphic design now. To me, Fuller's is the purest Pantone version of that, but. Wait, of wow. what? Blue or brown or like of what ESB. color? Of ESB. Oh, I thought you were looking at the bottom label. Yet? No, I. Yeah. She stopped. She stopped. I'm the third rail. No, I'm out. I'm I out. was with Michelle for a minute. I was like, is he You're talking about the design? I know, like, of the what is he doing? Fuller's is the absolute dictionary <laughs> definition of this style to me. Okay, but oh, I get it now. With this temperance, I want to go out to my backyard with a six pack of it and come back several hours later with a wonderful pork loin and no more beer left. So and a I'm notebook giving full of jokes. No, I bad, tell you, it all comes bad from jokes. here. Really bad jokes. <laughs> um, so I'm giving Temperance a thumb up because uh, the thumbs up. And show the show the folks which uh, which. This is my Ravenswood backyard. I want to go grill beer. This is nice. killer. All right. Even that's though they're a, from Evanston, just FYI. Very you say Ravenswood recommendation. Well, he's lives in Ravenwoods. Oh yes, yes. So, yeah, so. yeah. All right. So we've got that. Now we move on to our October. Wait, wait. Oh wait. Damn it. Oh, that's right. Michelle, you vote. You got to vote, Michelle. All right. All right. All right. No, actually, Fuller's is one of my favorite places ever. I've been there. I've been to the brewery. I thought it was fantastic. And the ESB is traditional ESB. I think it's fantastic. I love the maltiness. I actually like the sweetness of it. So I definitely give that a thumbs up. And what I didn't realize is that before, I could have given a thumbs up or a thumbs down on this. So now I realize... Well, you can that do whatever. I can do whatever. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. <laughs> now that I know this, I'm, I'm following the, breeze, the rules. Michelle. I know, but I was following the rules. Yeah, we don't do a lot of show prep, so you just got to jump in and learn as you Oh, can. I'm jumping in. Don't I'm, you oh, worry. I know you are. <laughs> You're doing a hell of a job. So, I say thumbs, thumbs up, up also for temperance. I do. It's an Woo! American style ESP, exactly what it's supposed to do. It's from America, it's from Illinois. They hopped it up just a slight bit, and it's definitely got the right profi- profile to it. Cody, yeah. did you try one of those? No, do you want? Do you want to? Cody, my goodness. Throw it at the give phone. A, yeah, give him a temper. Yeah, throw it at the phone. <laughs> Just give him the whole can. You were supposed to catch it, bro. <laughs> hey, why'd you stop recording, dude? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> dude, you okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chug. You deserve it. Chug, chug, chug. You deserve Shotgun it, Cody. Shotgun it, Cody. Unbox it. All right, like now those. we move to our Oktoberfest beers, which I love them all. Love that, Meritson. We'll talk about Fest beer next month, but yes. these oh, are the classic. No, it's still an Oktoberfest beer. It's totally fair. Um, we brought in the classic from Iinger. Anger. We've figured out on this show that I cannot pronounce the language other than English. And Michelle, will you that, hold one, that one up? I not sure great. can. Thank you. Versus our local dudes at Miskatonic. Miskatonic. HP Lovecraft Cosmic Horror themed brewery, Jesse. Jesse, I didn't know either. So. Love the crew at Miskatonic, but this one was a bit of a mismatch for me. I got to give it to the Germans all day. Oh, the Germans all day! That's not a popular. Uh, <laughs> not really. <laughs> well, I mean, not all day. I give it to the Germans once, or you know, here and there. Not a blanket. Coming from a Polak over here, I'm not so sure I like that statement. Yeah, we can't go with a blanket <laughs> endorsement. But Pol- in certain Polak, instances, whatever. we go yes with you know. I like their Martins. Yeah. I like that and one. And it stops there. Their foreign policy sometimes. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. This has got really like, weird. Questionable it did, it's weird. It's a whole weird night. I can only uh. polite smile for so long and not say anything. <laughs> That's weird. Um, All right. So, the, uh, the German one, the... Anger. Anger. Yeah. Anger. Anger. Is yes. so good. And again, like, let us please, like, 
everyone listening to this, like, this is a German import, but this is the easiest thing to find at any halfway size liquor store. It's That's cheap, true. it's accessible, it's delicious. We are beer people by trade, but this is a beer that can be enjoyed by every single person listening. So if you want, you know, if you're out, if you're out and you're like, oh, I've tried a lot of different uh, Martins from... My favorite breweries, whether it's Eris or Goose or Revolution or Buckle Down, whoever, because they all do them. Try one of these just so you know what it's supposed to be or what it started out as, yeah. and then compare to your favorite local ones and go, "Oh yeah, I see. I see what the differences are. I see where the similarities are. I, you know, I like them." Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the fun part of doing a show like this is we yes. get to we get to hit up the the classic elements and tell people a little bit, but then really it's up to fold you. in like how much fun craft beer is in Chicago. Well, not only that, but how diverse craft beer is in yeah. Chicago. And I think I mean, the diversity is so crazy. I mean, just seeing, like, looking at the brown ales, just trying to find a brown ale. You know, caramel, you've got barrel aged, you had Swedish hazelnuts. Fish. Swedish fish, British, yes, that oh, happens Swedish in brown fish. too. What was the one? Uh, Can you talk about that that um, ramen the, beer? The ramen noodle Oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, I haven't heard of here. this. Guys, I haven't heard of this. Oh, you're triggers. Look it's out. from. It was from Texas, but we brought it on because so it was you, so weird. You think I hate sours? <laughs> oh, you really? Oh, wow. Oh, this, this, he I, was almost he banned. Was. Yeah. That was it. Really? It was like una mame or it whatever? Was, no, or? It was drinking salt and... Uh, no, it was so salty. Salt and then uh, okay. filtered through the inside it, of used yeah. lighter oh, hose. Oh, okay. No, thanks. It was horrifying. It's kind of horrifying. There's an umami... Umami. Yep, umami cider out there. Oh really? Yes, oh. yes. You guys like, should do a show about cider, just FYI, sometime soon. You're not maybe the boss not. of me. I'm yeah. not the boss of you. I'm just some. Cider. What? <laughs> Thank you, what? Cody. <laughs> oh man. Have you not had no. the right cider? There's a third narc. Hold I'm on a second. I'm yeah. you but I will say, said no, no, no sour. When Vince, when Vince came in, this is part of the He brought now. one cider, and I, I drank it, and I said, "This could be the cider that I like." Okay. My wife and daughter love ciders. They were actually at Eris for my wife's birthday. Aww. Don't, don't so, use them. Thank you. No, no, no. Okay. But yeah, just like the sours, I have tried every cider that they have brought home. Okay. Every cider. Because I think to myself, maybe I'm wrong. The one, the, the one that Vince brought from you All guys, right. I can't remember which one it was, but I thought, this is as close to, it had a very, it didn't have the sweetness. It tasted more like a wine. Was it the Cedra V? I don't remember. That's okay. I think it was. But it was really good. And I I, 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 I copped to this on the air, so I'm not talking out Oh, no, I, re- I heard you. That's why I was really surprised. Right. Oh. Thank you, Cody, for uh, <laughs> ripping that Band-Aid right off. So what else do we want to talk about? Uh, what, where were we? we hadn't vote, finished voting on the Martins uh, yet. So on the Martins. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, back to Martins. My yes. mom and dad fighting. Because um, so. dad doesn't want to drink cider. <laughs> No, we'll go there if you want to go there, honey. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I was like, I'm working that night. Did you? <laughs> German and American, they go with vegetarian, <laughs> like Martin beers. For the record, yes, Cody came in, and one of the first things he did was narc. Three narcs in Cody's one. Cody's a rat. What, what did I do? You no, narc. it's a narc. You ratted me out about my narc. cider. Uh, narc on him. That's like one of the first things I. Well, like. No, the first thing he did was drink some beer and get some liquid courage, and oh, then, then, he me out. <laughs> then he ratted me out. That's how he works. Us two have not narked. No, we have not. No narks ever. I don't nark. I got nothing no to narc about. My old, my old world is you just, out here. You just literarily shamed me, though. That's <laughs> some anti-intellectualism, you big goober. Wow. All right. So, definitely anger, I think, is definitely a thumb up for sure, because I do believe. I believe that it is a base uh, Oktoberfest Mars and beer. 
fantastic. And like you said, it's always the same every single time. Absolutely. Um, you know, and we've never had a fresh one, though, have we? So curious Ooh. to know what yeah. a fresh one tastes like because, you know, you go and try Heineken in the United States and you try a Heineken in... Um, Vastly different. Yeah. Totally. Well, that's I the mean, same with Guinness. There is well, no that's funkiness. Why, that's why there Guinness, is no nothing, right? Right. Guinness so. opened that plant in Maryland to make fresher Guinness yeah. for the... Uh, exactly. For this. Hemisphere and Heineken can't do that here. They still have to skunk it in a sense. I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to say that I know exactly how they do it, but what I'm saying is that flavor profile that we want in the green mm-hmm. bottle stays in the green bottle because it doesn't taste the same. Love that, love that beer in a can. Have you had it again? Yeah, I have not had it again. I have to say, it's been a very long time since I've had a Heineken. It is a I've very never, nice uh, international lager. Mm. Yeah. Never hmm. willingly had Heineken. I have not had it in I'll a very, very long from. time. <laughs> that was the, that Jesse's was, never been to a wedding, up, apparently. That was like the big shot beer. If <laughs> yeah. you, you oh, had Heineken, you were... No, never, my never uncles. Had a, never had a cocktail yeah, my uncles are from Poland. a beer like a crappy koozie. <laughs> my uncles... include me in this. Now that I actually look, I see that you've cut me out of this completely. Cody. Never left the wedding to go to a White Castle and miss the bride speech. Wow, it was, you done that? It was stupid. Anyway. Bridesmaid. Wow, the bridesmaid. Oh, bridesmaids. Like yeah, bridesmaids. Right. Like putting Matt. tears in my eyes. <laughs> All right, so. All right, so um, I have to agree with the boys on the same thing with Miskatonic. Uh, cool. it, it, it's missing. No, you don't. You don't what? rule. That was what? not what this the show is ma- was saying. The show you. is awesome right now because I'm here true, with you guys. True. It's balanced. Yeah. It's a nice balance. If I did this by myself, it would, it would go right down the tubes. Okay? It's a nice but mix. She needs welcome addition. You are a and welcome I, I am addition. very appreciative that you guys all have me here. But Thank I agree with here. them on the Miskatonic. I think it is missing my idea of what I want Oktoberfest to taste like. Ah. So, and if I were to choose between the two, I'm definitely going with the traditional. All right. And for the record, because I know John at the beginning of the show said we don't we don't really talk. You guys have have been really good about talking about other people's beers, but you all have <clears throat> Martins coming out. Eris included. Ours correct? is out. What is it? Oktoberfest Revolution Oktoberfest out on sales now. Blah, 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 blah. Go. Uh, same thing. Oktoberfest. Goose Island Oktoberfest. And it's, if I can say, it's tasting pretty fantastic. I recommend everybody go to our tap room. Look for me. And uh, since you ask for me, I have to have a sign with you. My bosses can't get mad. He right? responds yeah. to, wow. hey, idiot. he's so getting his way right now. This wow, is so wrong. Yeah. What am I supposed this to do? This is the first invitation me. he has put out. <laughs> That's Again, true. Brian, you can Brian. take that That's one. It. I would You're run with that one. I would totally run with that one for Brian. No, I've been. I've, I've stopped by. Now I'll have to stop by Eris. Yes, because I've been to. But you don't like cider. Eris has September. We just brewed. Yeah, September beer is. Uh, beer, shut up. Their stout was really good because my wife brought home. Mortal Warpitude? Yes, it's amazing. It's it an American was phenomenal. stout. Yes, thank you. So yes. shut up. <laughs> Cody, you rat. So you started? You do Go ahead, Michelle. First of all, no, it's established okay. narc we just is the word. brewed yeah. our Marzen. So we just brewed our Marzen. It's literally in fermenter takes right now, uh, fermenting beautifully. So um, we have uh, two, a new brewer, jo, Joe uh, Flores, and then Brian Walker, another uh, brewer who's been with us, an assistant, but now he's full time. And so they just brewed their first beer, and that would be the Marzen. So very nice. we're very excited. Right. So in about three weeks, we'll have it out. Sounds good. And John has something to plug because we mentioned we mentioned uh, you know foods and hot dogs and oh, hmm. your oh, yeah. What fa- is this? One of, outside of Revolution, who you work for, it seems like your favorite brewery is tied into this. Dovetail Brewing. I will be throwing a pop up on Saturday. Selling fib dogs. What are fib dogs? You know what fib is? I do. <laughs> I know what a fib is. I'm from Wisconsin. Fib Wisconsin. We are like we had fib t-shirts saying fib. Custom made Paulina Meat Market Bratwurst. It is a Chicago dog reimagined with all Wisconsin ingredients. Ooh. So Saturday, August thirty first, four p.m. 
come and get some fib dogs. All right. Like Very ketchup? Nice. Hang on. I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> I mean, that's... Wait. Stadium sauce instead of ketchup. Oh. Spotted cow mustard instead of mustard. <gasps> beer bath onions. Um, couldn't replace celery salt. Yeah. Little celery salt. So, wait. Wow. I just have a Cheese big question. Curds. I'm really confused. Yes. <laughs> Why are you calling it a fib dog when I used to call you guys fibs? Is because this, we're trying to... Is this the joke? Is this, joke? Is this like yes, the irony yes, that this hot dog is a Wisconsin hot dog and then it's fib, but yeah. it's really still... It's love and understanding. F-N-I- this is my United Illinois. Nations moment. John's reaching across the border. Oh. Across the border. He definitely is reaching. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh! <laughs> that was good. Just cut it now. That's just good. Oh, we finally caught her. I know, but she should plug something. But if it were up to me, I would cut this feed now because that was really good. <laughs> that was very good. We'll take uh, a moment. Let it sink in. The irony is for the hipster points. It's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> very nice. Uh, I finally made it. Hipster, Mr. Flannery. I finally made it. Hat. My <laughs> hat has a curve in it. So go to uh, erischicago.com, gooseisland.com, revbrewing.com. We will be back next month with another fantastic episode of Add the Breweries. Michelle, we hope you come back. I would love to come back. It's Just let me know. I'm probably not going to be yeah. able to now. But uh, Michelle is canceled. Oh, what happened, Michelle? We didn't tell you. We thought we told you this was the date. It was. A- I heard October. Uh, John Carruthers, Jesse Valenciana, Michelle Foyk. Uh, thank you for uh, watching. Good luck. Thanks, and Brian. Cody, you're a rat. And, uh, you guys like you thanks, as rats get dealt with. Thank you, Brian. We'll talk thank to you Brian. later. Thanks, Cody. Cheers. Uh, somewhat thanks, Cody. <laughs> Narc. <laughs> I didn't mean it literally. <laughs> no, I love it. I was like, from any that, how, does, how do you take it any other way than literally? Brian doesn't like ciders. How do you? That was pretty narky. <laughs> News is sponsored by Team Hockberg. It's a little after seven, but that's okay. He's patient. Here's Roger Baddish.